0: I think if you learn from the past, there's a good chance the future will be different. It's just so great to see such a passionate fan base here in Vancouver. They've been waiting a long time for this.
1: Your support is what's going to make winning a Stanley Cup in this city
2: so special. And I got a feeling it's going to happen very soon. Hello
3: everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Canucks Cast. You can find us on Twi- on on iTunes, and you can find us on our website at www.canucksblogcast.wordpress.com. You can find me on Twitter, I'm Sam Alexander300, and you can join, and you can find Sean S- S- Spence on, on Twitter at Spence Canucks. And today we're going to be talking about the Stanley Cup champions, and the NHL draft, and what's going to be happening, possibly, into next season. So, Sean, S- S- what do you, do you think of the Hawks? becoming Stanley Cup champion would you consider him a dynasty in the salary cap era
1: no I don't consider him a dynasty um, I think Stan Bowman is one of the worst GM's in, in the entire league like I said this is not Stan Bowman's team yeah, not st- even a little bit
3: no it's Steve Talon's team right from right from the get go he built a core
1: and, and, uh, and, and now uh, Stan Bowman is screwed over his team
3: he has because a lot of players are going. He has to re-sign a lot of players, and a lot of them will, will want, will want raises and want big money.
1: Well, be- Brandon, Brandon saw is worth uh, four to five million dollars easy. He's a first-line player, and that's what his agent's going to say. He's been playing on the first line all year with pace,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he's automatically going to get four to five million dollars easy.
3: Mm-hmm. The question is, which team will be willing to pay? for... Which team would be willing to... How's the cap room and willing to to pay him? Florida, perhaps? Because I know Dave Town likes to... Well, no,
1: Brandon Todd is not going to go anywhere but Chicago.
3: Yes. So you're saying that Chicago will re-sign him?
1: Well, he's an RFA. So his... He's an UFA.
3: His rights still belong to Chicago, you're saying?
1: Chicago has like six RFAs. they got Kruger... There's a bunch of them that they got that they gotta sign.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, they do, but but they're in cap how I know and I can't afford to sign all of them. They don't have to let some of them go to free agency.
1: I don't think that they will. I think what, what they're gonna like Seabrook is a UFA at the end of next year, I have a feeling he might end up getting traded for pro like and see the thing is the Hawks um like they're gonna probably trade Patrick Sharp. And they'll probably end up trading Brent Seabrook. Yeah, I, and those two players, if they trade them, they can't take any money back. They have to it, basically they they got to do what the Sharks did with Christian Ehrhoff, and just dump his salary, and take back nothing in return.
3: True. Okay, but I, I looked at his I looked at his contract. And he, and Sharp has a modified no not modified no trade clause, so he's gonna to have to list the teams that he's willing to go to. He's willing to go to if the if, the, if Chicago's willing to if Chicago's gonna trade him.
1: Yeah, it won't be his list of teams won't be here. I can tell you
3: that. Well, that sucks. Cause I would love to have him playing with Benino. Or something on the second line, like
1: we didn't afford them. I know where are we could get that money from.
3: True, but if the Canucks did dump some salary, they could afford them. And Benino, Cassian, and and Sharp, now that I don't be... think
1: Cassian is gonna be on the team.
3: So, so you think they're gonna trade Zach Cassian?
1: I, I, I think so. i think heard, Tannen, heard, heard is uh is is uh, going to be coming onto the team, so that makes Cassian kind of redundant. You don't really need him.
3: Well, for is still really young, and he, and we still know how we, and the Canucks don't know how to play in the NHL yet.
1: Well, Travis Green's been coaching him, and him and Sven Barchi are the best players on the on that team right now, according to Travis Green. mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm.
1: And, like, his first practice, um, he, uh, his first shot in his first practice in Utica, he put the puck through the net.
3: That's incredible. And in his first shot, too, man, he's got mad talent, and and he could be, and he could be exactly what the Canucks are, are looking for right, right now. But, where would he play in the lineup? Because Desjardins doesn't like to play his, rook- plays his rookies in the fourth line. So is that all the minutes he's going to get if he makes the team? Fourth fly minutes?
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't, uh, Desjardins doesn't like playing rookies on a veteran team. He's made that clear. He didn't want Bo Horvat to make the team.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if Tana makes the team, it doesn't mean... And still doesn't mean that days are play him. I mean, he could be just sitting there as a healthy scratch for all we know.
1: Yeah, well, I think I think Horvat should be in the second line center, but I don't think Willie's going to put him there.
3: No, I don't either. I think it'll be Benino right from the get go again. And Benino
1: still had a good year. Yeah, like, the guy scored twenty goals and he was injured. <laughs> twenty goals in this day and age in, in hockey right now is good. Really good.
3: Yeah, the the Canucks need that production from Bonino. I mean, I mean, he's expected to produce the, the most offense behind the Sedims because he's the second line center. And Second line centers are always expected. The to
1: Canucks be. aren't going to go anywhere until until they have a different um, uh, first line. True. Like Sadims have to be the second line.
3: Yeah. But that means Benino has to play on the first line, and. Oh well,
1: well, no, it won't be Benino.
3: No. But none.
1: I'm hoping Ryan Johansson will, will end up coming here. We just gotta wait for his contract to end.
3: It's true, but once his contract ends, he still will be an RRF, RFA. and Columbus will still have his rights.
1: Yeah, but he held out last time and uh, eventually Columbus is going to get tired of it. He held out last time and was here practicing with the Canucks.
3: True, but they they signed him eventually. I mean, why didn't he... If he wanted to come here, why didn't he just hold out for as long as he could? Why did he sign a contract anyway?
1: Because when you're an RFA, if you hold out and the team um, doesn't trade you and doesn't sign you, that means you sit out until you're no longer an RFA anymore like you don't play and that that will hurt your career or end your career. Oh. But there's there's new rules under this new CBA as of the 25th of June, you're allowed to uh talk to the uh the upcoming UFAs. You're just not allowed to sign them till July 1st, but you're allowed to make the contract. You're allowed to have the contract ready and then July 1st you just sign it. I mean, why
3: didn't Benning, you know, I I think Johansson is a great player, so why didn't Benning you know give try and offer see Johansson?
1: Because it was gonna take a lot, and and Columbus was gonna match anything, anyways.
3: <laughs> even if it was a ridiculous contract like that, say Weber contract that Philadelphia yep. made,
1: and even Shea- and Nashville even said even if we can't afford. Um, the contract that uh, that gets offered to Shea Weber, we're going to match it anyways. They can't afford Shea Weber's contract, but they matched it because they didn't want anybody else to have him.
3: True. I mean, losing him would would really hurt Nashville. Like
1: he was uh, he was uh, going to get offered an offer sheet here, but it was only going to be one year, and because the new CBA was coming up, he wanted to cash in while he could.
3: Yeah, because with the new CBA, you can't get contracts like that anymore. I mean, the maximum thing says eight years,
1: eight years for uh, players on your team, and seven years for free agents.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, yeah, but that's what I meant. Eight years is the maximum for for they, mm-hmm. you can you can sign players too if they're on your team, but free agents seven years. I mean, you can't you can't sign a player. For ten to fifteen years contract anymore, and I'm glad they changed that because that's that's a ridiculous amount of time to spend on one team, and he may regret signing him to that length. We've seen a we've seen it a couple of times where teams have signed players to long, long, ten year, fifteen year contracts, and it's bit them in the butt. Age like, belief. If Gilles Brisgalloff is a good example of that, they signed to a long term contract and he's no longer playing in the NHL anymore.
1: Who is
3: that? I'm talking about Brisgalloff. Oh. And I think DPHO is another one. He was a first overall pick, didn't turn out, paid him a hole on some hole, signed to a long term contract, didn't pan out at all.
1: Yeah,
3: well, and that happens. And speaking of which, for Dixon sites, i was saying that Hawks will repeat as Stanley Cup champions. Do you think that? Do you think they will repeat as Stanley Cup champions? Or no, not? I don't even think they're
1: going to make playoffs
3: next year. And you said you and you said you won't consider them in dynasty at all. Can you explain why?
1: I I just. I, I don't I don't think like there's no such thing as dynasty teams in the cap and the cap era There this isn't like a dynasty team to me is winning three or four championships in a row that's a dynasty
3: well Montreal was a dynasty back in the day if you go back several 10 15 I'd say 15 15 20 to sort years ago they were a were War dynasty.
1: Yeah, and so were the Oilers, and so were the Islanders. Hmm. was not a dynasty.
3: But still, what they did has has been impressive. I mean, three cups in six years. That's hard to do, even in in the Stanley Cup era. So you really got to give credit to them.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch any of the Stanley Cup final. I didn't really care
3: didn't think you did but still even when they had to unload players in 2010 they still managed to come back two years later
1: this is much 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 different than back then much different it's like not even the same thing
3: how is that different from 2010 when they had to unload a bunch of players because I know they had to unload Dustin Bufflin Andrew Ladd players and Anthony Yemi because of like because of the cap problems that they had.
1: And that was that was done um, from not qualifying your RFAs. That's why. It had nothing to do with uh, bad contracts or anything like that. It was Dale Talon didn't qualify them um, on time.
2: hmm
1: Therefore, he had to sign them to a regular deal. Mm-hmm.
3: And so, what's going to happen this time around then?
2: They
1: gotta get rid of some big name players, if they want to keep the younger players.
3: Yeah, like Sharp, and maybe Marion Hossa. Because he's getting up there, and, and they need to make room for younger players. He's still good, but... But they need to make room for younger players. I mean, he's 37 years old.
1: They've got they've got seven forwards and four defensemen sign for next year. Hmm. That's all they got, and two goals. And it does, and and, and this playoff uh, series proved that uh, m- uh, mediocre goaltending can win you a fi- when you uh, a championship.
3: Hmm. But still,
1: Crawford, not uh, anywhere close to an elite goalie.
3: No, he's not. He's no Johnson quick uh, or anything like that. But still, he managed to keep them the Hawks in the game. I mean, he pitched a Saturday in game six and it was mainly, he kept all the games in the finals were one-goal games. And the last two, I believe, were just two-one games. So in the last two games, he only let in one goal.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't because of... uh it wasn't because of the the Hawks' goaltending; it was because of the Hawks' defense. But their defense is going to take a big hit next year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They got Joel Merson, Keith Seabrook, and one other defenseman signed for next year. Mm-hmm. The Kings were in cap problems. Luckily, Robin Reg- Robin Regier retired,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that that saves them um, some money. And like Mike Richards uh, would have never ever been sent down. He, he was, the only reason why he was sent down was because of cap problems.
3: And I and he, I saw it was because he wasn't playing well at all. Because I don't think he produced much this season at all. For even though he's, he, was
1: playing, he was the fourth line center, he was uh, doing his job.
3: True, but a player of his caliber playing playing on on a fourth line team, I'm surprised. Where else did you put him? Well true, but if I was if I was that kind of caliber playing on the fourth line, I would want out of there, even though I'm on a good team. I would be one the on the first line. I mean, heck. if 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 the lightning I know just I'm just using this as an example, if the lightning traded Stephen Stankos to the to the Kings and he played four line minutes on that team, do you think you would want do you think you would enjoy it there?
1: No, but you've got to you've got to do what's best for the team. Like, like down the middle um, for the Kings, they got Kopitar as the number one center, Jeff Carter as the number two center, Jared Stoll as the number three center, and then Mike Richards is the number four center. That that's the deepest of any team in the league down the middle. Even though like, it's not even
3: close. Even though he's a center, can't the, Queens, can't the Kings play him as a winner on the first or second line.
2: Well,
1: he's never played
3: wing.
1: And there's some players that, that, that just don't transit transition well into playing
3: wing. Yeah, because a player of his caliber should not be playing a fourth line because I know I know they're a good team but but a player a rookie who's trying to do you know, trying to make make it play on a team for the first time playing in the NHL for the first time right now, like Bo Horvath did those are the type of players that should be playing on the fourth line NHL rookies like Bo Horvath, should be playing on the, on the fourth line but
1: and which, the Kings had trouble scoring and have had trouble scoring for years even when they won the cup they still had trouble scoring
3: yeah and that's why I say they need to move Richards up the line because I think that would help him with their scoring instead mm-hmm. of playing them on the fourth line and get, and get limited ice time. I mean, heck, he could be playing first-line minutes along with Anjay Kopitar. Yeah,
1: well, that that's, they're not going to... Then who do you play on your fourth-line center?
3: One of your young wookies. Like the Kings have time. They, they could co- t- space balance. They don't have any
1: money. They 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 didn't have. They would have. They couldn't bring any more people up. They didn't have any more room, because they had. They were in cap trouble.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, That's what they sent Mike Richards down and brought up one of their rookies to play fourth line minutes.
3: Well, I'm saying once they have room, they said not won it all because their team won the won the Calder Cup in the AHL. So these these should have tons of players that could come up from Manchester and play on the fourth line. But and get Richards moving up the line, because that's what I would do. And if I were Richards, I would probably wanna ask for a trade to a t- to a team that I can play first line minutes with, like maybe Buffalo or some I don't know Buffalo is one of the worst teams, but still. Maybe playing with... Going back to Philadelphia and playing with Claude Giroux. Playing behind Claude Giroux as a second-line center.
1: Yeah, they've got... They've got uh, uh, centers uh, galore in freaking Philly, too. They've got Giroux, they've got Couture, they've got uh, uh, Shen.
3: Hmm... Then I think I got a good possible option for him. I know it's crazy, but maybe a team that has young players, he you can lead them. Like maybe Calgary or Edmonton.
1: Well, I guess I guess we'll uh, we'll see what happens. They tried to trade Mike Richards last year, and nobody would pick up that contract in the cap world with that long of a contract nobody wants to do that anymore
3: True, but don't you think he would produce more if he was on a... on a? It's b- not about producing, it's about
1: business. It doesn't matter if you're the best hockey player in the world if if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense
3: hmm. Alright, now I'd like to switch to subject to the time of Bay Lightning who are the runner-ups. What does this what does this season mean for them going forward? After all, they made it to the finals and lost in six games. What's going to change for them going forward? Heading I don't next? think they need to change at all. So you think it's just a winch and repeat effort? Yeah.
1: They they, they, they played really well.
3: Yeah, because I heard that Ben Bissett had a groin injury and... Tyler Johnson had a
1: a groin tear. Yeah. Kucherov had a concussion. He was playing with a concussion.
3: But still, they were playing really well despite despite those injuries. And Berset played played re- really well, even though he had a groin tear. I mean, I think Miller had one, and he sat out the season. Until he was ready to play.
1: Well, yeah, he but he didn't sit out in the playoffs.
3: No. But.
1: Like, the playoffs are a different animal. If, if he had a groin tear in the regular season, Bishop would have sat out. The playoffs, especially the Stanley Cup Final, nothing's going to keep you out. Like, like uh, um, Steve Eiserman played on one leg and won the and won the, uh, the Stanley Cup and won the Conn Smite on one leg.
3: That's incredible. I mean, how can you skate properly with just one leg? I mean... Uh, you
1: suck it up. He was taking lots of cortisone shots and you just got to suck it up. It's the playoffs. True. Injuries are for pussies in the playoffs. You, like, that's just the way it is.
3: True. But tell that to Hamuse who who got injured in the finals and they didn't and and didn't play at all.
1: Yeah, I know, and that, that and that, that just shows you that we don't have the right kind of players um for playoff hockey. If Hamuse was smart, he would have played through it.
3: I mean I mean could he have I mean I mean was it an injury that he couldn't have played through? I mean Maybe
1: You can play through any injury. Jake Pertanen, um played um, three quarters of the season with um, a, a torn apart shoulder.
3: Because when... 46 goals doing it. Impressive. But what I'm trying to say is because the injury he suffered, because I think he tore his groin when he hip-checked loot seats and I think he might have injured his back as well. check and Lucic.
1: And he should have just taken some shots continue continued playing. But he didn't.
3: I'm surprised he wouldn't considering where he was at that time and considering he might not get another chance. I wonder what he was thinking. Because... Not not taking some shots and playing the finals. I mean, I mean, if he had done that, it could have made a difference.
1: Well, it would have made a difference, but and that's the thing is, like, you want players on your team that think about the team, not not themselves first.
3: Yes, but since I know ham use and all, I'm guessing that there must have been a pretty good reason why he sat out. I mean. He said it before, his dream is to win the Stanley Cup with the Canucks. I mean, if that were true, he would have played through that injury.
1: But he didn't, so maybe that's not his dream. Like, he, anybody can say anything, but if he if he wasn't going to play through it, then obviously that wasn't, like, that. it was more important for him to sit out
3: I mean, I think, and also during that time, Michael Samuelson, if you remember him, had an injury during that time, and he wasn't playing at all either i mean we the Canucks had a tons of players that that have made it to the finals but had injuries but weren't playing through them i mean Kessler was i mean talking about the players that I'm talking about players that hadn't that. Was staying out because of injuries and not playing through them.
1: Yeah, well, we've got to, we've got to get players that'll, that'll play through
3: them. Yeah, and that's the difference between and that's why the Hawks have won Cups in three Cups in six years because they have players that are willing to battle through injuries.
1: Well, Joe Quinville forces them to.
3: Yeah, too bad.
1: What kind of coach he is?
3: Yeah, and I don't think Willie is that type of coach at all.
1: No, but Willie's a great coach. Like he—he's the best rookie coach we've ever had, ever.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Could you list them? I know you've been following the team for a while. Who was the last rookie coach that we had? Play, and and was the first rookie coach that that we had I mean talking about uh, that last rookie coach that we had how well did he do
1: you to think Rick, Rick Lee was uh, a rookie clo- coach
3: and how well did he do
1: not well last of the season I believe Bob McCammon was a rookie coach Wait a minute. He didn't do very well.
3: Wait a minute, was Alain Vigneault? No, wait a minute. Because I went, no, he wasn't. No, because I think I would remember correctly. He was coaching in the AHL while before moving up to the Canucks.
1: Oh, that, that doesn't matter. That would still consider you a rookie coach. pan. That, that still considers you a rookie coach. If you have a coach in the NHL, then it doesn't matter what you've done in the AHL. But uh, Alain Vigneault
3: um, coached for the Montreal Canadiens. Wait, I remember that. He was the best rookie coach we ever had, but he needs to improve on that because if he keeps on his old habits, we're not going to go very far in the playoffs.
1: What habits? I, like Omar keeps going on about Willie was the one that cost us the season, and I'm trying to figure out where he would come up with that. Well, I, I that- thought he coached great.
3: Well, I'm talking about not maybe playing Bo Hoover on the second line when maybe it would have helped us. I mean, I mean, he, he was the one who got the Canucks' first playoff goal in the playoffs, so...
1: Well, and, that, that doesn't matter. Freaking Matt Cook could have gotten... Uh, like, like John Scott could have gotten us the first goal. Does that mean that because he got us the first goal, we put him on the first line?
3: No, but... I'm saying maybe since he got a goal, maybe ride him and see if he gets, see if he gets hot from scoring that goal, you know. And he did
1: ride him. He was playing uh, 15 to 17 minutes a night.
2: Hmm.
1: He Probably, just wasn't playing on the power play or anything like that. That's well.
3: Yeah, but that's what I mean. Not putting him on the power play, not giving, giving him scoring opportunity, putting him on scoring, putting him in scoring opportunity areas. Like he could have been could it have been the second line center on the power play. I mean, he could have been playing with with Nick Nobino and Chris Higgins. On the power play. And that's, what and that's one of the mistakes I'm talking about. I mean, not giving the players the opportunities they deserve when they deserve it. That's one of the coaching flaws I'm talking about.
1: Well, and everybody is going on about how how Willie put Hanson with the twins, and that was a bad idea, and things like that. But it wasn't Willie's decision.
3: True, it wasn't, and and previous coaches have put Hanson with the sedins. Alain Vigneault did it. John Tavaella did it. Now Willie Desjardins has done it. He's not the first coach to do it. Well,
1: Willie really asked. The Sadines, who you want to play with, and, and the Sadines said, "I want to. We want to play with Hansen. And that that's the problem with being a rookie coach is if you go against the Sadines, then you have a chance of losing the locker room.
3: Mm-hmm. True, you do. But I think it I think it also helps that Hansen is a white shot shooter. I mean, when he was playing with Vabada, he was playing white. Right, he was playing. He had a white side shot. So i was saying that's part of the reason why that they chose him, because he suits from the right and not from the left, like Vibata does. I yeah. Know. The only problem with
1: Hanson is he's got stones for hands.
3: Yeah, I mean he's missed he missed so many breakaway chances last season. I mean he had to park breakaway, going made a save, when he missed a net on on the majority of them. Frankly because I don't think He just shot the puck I mean Most of the time I didn't think he tried to deke At all Even though Sometimes it's best To shoot the puck But I think he should At least try deking At least on some of them Instead of just shooting the puck
2: Well
1: it all depends When you're coming down that fast And especially with the speed You you don't have a lot of time to think No You gotta know what you're gonna do Before you get there True. That's hard to do.
3: It is, but it's not saying that he couldn't have tried to deke on some of those breakaway chances. I mean, if he had, maybe he would have scored more. Get the goalie moving. Get him to open up, and and then and maybe he would have scored more.
1: Yeah, depending on what goalie. Some goalies don't open up. Some goalies.
3: Um, stick with you. Mm-hmm. Now the NHL draft is coming up. I think on June 27th. What possible moves do you see the Canucks making at that draft? Because I don't think well, they.
1: Have, for sure. Because I, right,
3: because I don't think the Canucks have a second, a third round or a fourth round pick at all coming into this year's draft. Which is not which is not surprising at all because the majority of the time, they didn't really have picks in that round in that round at all in previous years at all. I mean, I think last year was the first time the Canucks had a second round pick in quite a while. Well, they will have a second round pick because they were traded a lack. Yeah. And I have
1: a feeling that Lack may end up being an oiler.
3: Do you really think Lack will help that? Do you think Lack will perform? If he was, if he's traded to the Oilers, I think he will help the team. Or
1: not if the Oilers don't get deep in, it won't matter who's in that. You can have Patrick Wan in that, on that team, It won't make a difference.
3: What about Dominic Cashik?
1: Dominic Hasek's a little bit different, but still, you need to have some kind of defense.
3: True. And, what do you think, and And speaking of defense from the Oilers, they did draft Darnell North, when do you think he'll make the team? Well, he'll be on the team this year. Hmm. And, and, how, and how well do you think he'll do?
1: Um, well, I don't know.
3: We'll have to wait and see. But then again, this leaves another question that I want, that I want to ask. I've, um, I've, uh, a while ago, I would say that Justin Schultz was deciding between the Canucks the play of the Canucks or the Oilers, and he chose the Oilers. Do you think we'd have been better off with Justin Schultz, or, or do you think he, or do you think the Canucks he made the right decision and not to I don't know. He uh he almost kinda
1: looked
3: like a bus And considering how he's pl- and considering how he's playing in Edmonton, he's saying that can have been better off with him or or not? Because he's still a young defenseman. I think he's around twenty two, twenty three, twenty four years old. He still has room to grow, you think the connection with him, you think that can actually sort of got him or not I mean you said he could have been a bust but do you think he is still a bust or do you think we still need to wait and see from him
1: I don't know I guess we'll have to wait and
3: see because I'm still because I'm just wondering because the main defense is around like is is one the short the top players are in their short, in, in their mid-30s, and so I'm thinking I might, might have been better off to get Justin Saltz so our defense can get younger and all.
1: Well, we've got young defense coming up, so we'll be fine.
3: Yeah, like John Suban. Oh, he will be on the team next year, I can guarantee that. No, but... But some players can just make the jump on juniors to the to the NHL. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Shuban is one of them, is he? What? You don't think Shuban is one of those players that can go from junior to playing well in the NHL? He won't, though. no, but that, Sh- won't, that, that won't happen. Yeah, but but I know it won't happen. But do you think he? he but do you think he is one of those players that could? jump from junior and start playing in the NHL really well or not?
1: I think he needs to get stronger. Hmm. Because... He's a small guy. Hmm.
2: Mm. True.
3: He is. And... And once this draft is over, how do you think the team will look like? What's that? Once this draft is over, how would a team, how would a Canucks team look like coming into
1: next? It's too hard to say. There's too many different uh, moving parts that can happen, and there there there's so many different things that could happen. Who knows? Yeah. This team could be look completely different than it did last year.
3: True, but still, I think it would look. Similar to that to this team from last season,
1: it all depends on if they can get rid of some of the uh, some of the no trade clauses.
3: Yeah, because I think they need need to move one of the. I think they really need to move Piaszka. I mean, I, I mean, I think he made way too many mistakes last season, and is not an effective player but, anymore. I
1: don't. Not know. his. Not at all. He was. He was. Uh, he was uh, playing with revolving defensemen all year. Edler was having a terrible year at the beginning of the year. The only reason why he started playing
3: well at all... Well, because was Because of, because because of Chris, Chris Tanev. Tanev. You, you were saying because of Chris Tanev. And they...
1: if, if Tanev had to play with BX, it would have been completely different. You put Spisa with, uh, Spisa with Edler and then put Tanev with BX and see what the differences are. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but isn't t- Tanev a similar player to Ham, you Uh,
1: I mean, I think, I think Tanev was way more patient. Well, I think when he has the puck, he doesn't panic at all. For a young guy, anyway, that's remarkable.
3: It is, but I'm just saying because they both play calm, calm, the morning calm, they both play calm, both play calmly on the fence they don't make they don't make those flashy plays at all. they just play calmly and make and make the good and make the good and make the good play connect
1: has made it clear that he doesn't want to go anywhere, so if he doesn't if he says "I don't want to be traded, then the connects have no choice. they have to keep him.
3: well wait a minute. this this reminds me of some he does not have a no. He does not have a no movement clause in his contract, does he?
1: Yep, he's got a He's got the whole package. And 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 you can't send him down to the minors, anyways. Not under the new CBA. Well, no, you can, but you're not going to save any money.
3: No, but that's because I was talking to Hammies the other day, and that's how they make Giles move. I mean, they threaten him. He said that they threatened Garrison to send him down to the minors. If, if he didn't waive his no trade clause
1: and that won't work he wouldn't go to the minors anyways
3: because he has a no movement clause
1: well it's not only that but a veteran player like that can dis- can choose not to go they don't have to go they can say no I'm not going out to the minors I'm not riding the bus and they'll stay up here
3: even if you stay, and even if you finalize the papers to send him down yeah he doesn't have to go Oh, even if the GM makes the move. Yep. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that at all. So yeah,
1: yeah, Veteran, uh, Mike Richards at one uh, at the beginning didn't want to go. He eventually went down so he could play a little bit, but he didn't have
3: to. Oh. Uh,
1: like he he won't get paid, but uh, but uh, that won't matter for the exit because the will just end up. Uh, Um, going on sports net like he was doing when he was injured. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I see. I didn't didn't know that at all. I thought once the GM makes the move, I saw you had to go down...
1: No, you don't have to do anything. Like the same thing when when Eric Lindros got got drafted by the Quebec Nordiques. He said, I'm not playing for that team. And he didn't go. Quebec had no choice but to trade him. Because Lindros was willing to go and play in the minors again and then re-enter the draft the next year.
3: Yeah, that's true. But you don't see that too often from players at all. You don't see them when they're drafted. You don't see them too often refusing to play for that team and just and just re-entering the draft and hoping, hoping they get drafted by somebody else. You don't see that too often.
1: Not now, you did back then.
3: And what's changed from that? So you don't see that too often. What changed?
1: I don't know. Players just wanted to play. But there's lots of players that are unhappy with where they're playing. Mm. Like Ryan Johansson, uh, mm. Amanda Kane. Mm.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so, you're right, so if the BSK doesn't want to go, then the connects are screwed. But then again, maybe giving players those no-trade clauses is not actually a benefit to you at all. Like,
1: but but it also is a benefit as well, because if you don't give a player no-trade clause, then you got to pay them more money, which means it's going to be a bigger cap hit. That's the reason why players get no-trade clauses, is because you can give a player no-trade clause... Mm-hmm. And and you can lower their cap it. They'll take less money if they have a no trade clause.
3: Because because that means they can have control whether they stay or go. Exactly. That makes sense. No no wonder Gillis s so many players didn't to no trade clauses. It was because they of
1: them have a no trade clause.
3: Yeah, I think true. I think the it's because the low it's the main reason is to lower the cap hit. That's the main reason why. I think that's the main reason why, because otherwise like you said, you have to pay him more money and get a higher cap hit.
2: Yeah.
3: So there's still any questions coming in. When he said the Hawks are in Seller Cup hell Bay Lightning does not have to change the scene and and let me ask you this were you surprised that New York lost a game seven at home were you surprised by that at all
1: well was played played like a god in that game his team just couldn't score
3: no he did play like a I wouldn't say a god but he played like an an elite goalie but he, way his team just couldn't score I mean, and a goalie can only do so much I mean the next thing to one the next thing they want from him is him to expect him to score goals from his own net
1: well and bad back in the day goalies were able to score goals they can't now no because back back in the day goalies were allowed to cross the center line
3: but now they're not
1: no they're not even allowed to go past their blue line
2: Hmm.
1: I think Ron Hextall scored four NHL goals one on a
3: goalie Hmm. that's amazing but I think the reason I did that was because was because I I think that I I can't even think of a reason why they would stop doing that to protect the goalies, I thought that was the reason why. Yeah, because I
1: think I think if a goalie comes out of its net though, he's uh, fair game and should get crunched. Yeah. Uh, that that's what I think. And Marty Turco said the same thing. Yeah. Okay. When uh, Kevin Bieksa wiped him out in 2008, he said, "I fully expect that if I come out and play the puck, I fully expect to get hit." And BXa saw him coming out and BXa didn't um stop. He just kept he skated harder and just ran him over.
3: Well, that's a, and he can't do it anymore because they're protecting goalies more now than ever. But still, I don't blame Liamsk for doing that at all. I mean, if I was Biasica, I would have done the same thing. I would want to take out our goalie and force we and maybe force him to play their bag up. Because the backup goaltender is never as good as the number one goaltender, except in the case of Luongo and Snyder. That's the only ex- that's the only exception.
1: Well, there's lots of exceptions, but that's one of them.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah. There was
1: lots lot back in the day like like Grant Bure and Bill Ranford and
3: And speaking of goes of not being in the past the, bl- the blue line and I think I saw a, a gif of like Patrick Roy digging past players while he was still having the puck do you yeah to- he, uh,
1: he used to be able to do things like that but you can't now uh, Marty Brodeur is probably one of the best pack puck handlers of all time yeah, Kirk I mean- McLean was an excellent puck handler excellent puck handler, And that was back when you were allowed to hit the goalies and there was no trapezoid. The trapezoid is just the dumbest thing in hockey.
3: Yeah, it's it's just there to protect the goalies. It's stupid. Really stupid. Yeah, because there's no trapezoid in international ice hockey. I noticed that. Plus, I noticed that the crease is saved differently over there. Over here it's safe like a square or some shaped like a square but over there it's more safe like an oval.
1: Yeah, well, eh, well eh, the, 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 the rules for international hockey are different. Like if you're in the crease for, for too long, you, uh, the whistle blows mm. and you get
3: a crease violation. And I never understood what that rule meant.
1: For standing in the crease too long. It's you're not allowed to do that.
3: No. Plus, You. The, the, there's a rule that I want to talk to you about. Delay of game. Do you think that will still be in, in effect or not?
1: They gotta. They gotta reword the rule and change the the rule a little bit. I I, I like the rule. Like if you're. If, uh, if you intentionally shoot the puck over the, uh, over the the glass because you're under duress and things like that, then yes, but if you go and you're batting the puck out of the air then that it, it shouldn't be and it goes over the glass Yeah like you, that that shouldn't be a penalty. So
3: you saying when you see batting the puck, that means the puck is already in the air and you accidentally deflect it out of, out of play yeah that that makes sense, and also there was talked about a coaching challenge coming up that that they were talking about that the coaches said used to to review the play in their favor. What do you think of that
1: well there should there should have been something like that a long time ago. they're able uh, they'll be able to uh, challenge offsides sides, they'll be able to um challenge penalties. Like they'll be able to challenge anything on the ice.
3: True, and that might stop players from diving as much. Well, I don't see how that would change, but mm.
1: because when they call when they call a penalty, they usually call a diving penalty, which never made any sense to me.
2: Mm.
1: Because, like, if if you dive, then how is it a trip?
3: Mm. True, it's not. but but speaking of which I think the Boston players did a lot of diving in that finals at at in 2011 and and got the rest in their favor but if the closing chance had been at that had been in effect at that time the Canucks could have used that badly against them
1: yeah well the, the, the penalties started going against them too and uh in
2: little
1: t- bit uh, Patrice Bergeron
2: mhm
1: and and I would have done the same thing. Any hu any any uh, decent human being would have done the exact same thing. If you stick some if somebody were to stick their fingers in my mouth, I'd bite too.
3: Mhm. Yeah, try a hug. Yeah, I would, because I wouldn't get a penalty for it, an and a, and plus it would put them in a huge amount of pain. So. I can understand where you're coming from. No, I,
1: wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of the Stanley Cup final. Like, fuck, nobody watched it. No. I mean, like that. Like the, the, when they were uh, had the Belmont um, last week, mm-hmm. there was more people watch uh, at Belmont than there was in Tampa Bay uh, for viewers for TV. There was ninety thousand people at Belmont watching that race, the horse race. There wasn't even close to that for viewers watching the Stanley Cup final.
3: No, but you gotta imagine that the Chicago, t- Chicago city was was watching it. I mean, it
1: depends if the Cubs or the uh, White Sox are playing. You gotta remember that that in Chicago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hockey hockey is like seventh in all sports. Horse racing is more popular, NASCAR is more popular, football is more popular, baseball is more popular, basketball is more popular, and Chicago has two baseball teams.
3: Okay, but explain this to me. I was watching the Game 6 game and they were showing the outside streets of Chicago and they were jam-packed. Explain that.
1: Well, oh, yeah, there's sk- Chicago's a big city. Chicago's six times the size of ours.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, not everybody in Chicago is there. No. Like in Vancouver and and in Calgary and in Winnipeg, all we have is hockey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, we do. I mean, the One Piece, I turned into the, to the White Caps or the Lions at all.
1: Well, the One Caps sell out every game, but they only sell out the lower bowl. Like, they don't open the upper bowl. No. And there's lots of Lions fans and things like that, but you can't compare the CFL and... And, and 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 soccer to hockey, basketball, football, baseball. Like it just doesn't compare.
3: No. Yeah, because hockey is a more entertaining sport. It's more more fast, plus there's a lot there's, there's a lot more action on in the game compared to the other sports, I mean. I would say soccer and football are slow-moving sports compared to hockey. Yeah. Plus, plus in hockey... Well, can, basketball, basketball is a fast-moving sport. True, but you don't to to, see as amazing plays in hockey as you do in basketball, hockey, soccer, football as in other sports as well. I mean... I mean, well,
1: basketball, basketball, especially when you have the best player on, in the world on your team, you see a lot of amazing plays. Hmm.
3: True, but even even still, even though hockey is the better sport of all the three, of all other three...
1: I wouldn't go there. The, and I don't know if you'd have uh, a lot of people backing me up there. In Canada, it's the better sport, mm. but the Americans are ten times the size of us,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we have about forty-two million in Canada. the The, the city of L.A. has twenty-four million. Mm-hmm. That's just
3: L.A. You said the seventh sport, but in Chicago. But my point is that even even though hockey may not get the most attention in other sports, the point is that they that the other sports players get paid way more than the hockey players do in the NHL. That's not entirely true. Oh. Because I think, I think baseball players and, and baseball players and, and football players in, who play in the NFL get paid more.
1: Well you've got some players, but there's some players in the NFL that only make a million dollars. Uh, but like more, more, because they they're on a forty-six man roster.
2: Hmm.
1: Probably, I'd say thirty of them make about a million dollars
3: hmm. or less. So, so you're saying that hockey players are still one of the most paid players in in all of the in all of the professional. Well, so yeah,
1: like see baseball players, there's, there's players on every team that will make the twenty million dollars a year and stuff like that. And uh, like in baseball, there's no hard cap. That's why the Yankees spend two hundred over two hundred million dollars every year mm-hmm. because they can, and and they get they get fined for it, but the Steinbergs don't care. It costs, it costs uh, a half a million dollars for season tickets to go see the Yankees. Same with the Dallas Cowboys. It costs a half a million dollars just for one ticket.
3: That's crazy.
1: And you have to buy your seat. That's you actually have to purchase your seat.
3: Then what's the ticket for? I thought the ticket was your seat.
1: That's to, that, that, that's to um, cement your, your place... In there as like, like to get into the building and to watch the game, but you have to also pay a fee, and it's kind of like a rental fee to to own your seat. now you technically don't own it; you can't take it with you at the end of the season. But that's that's what the NFL and the uh, Major League Baseball do.
3: That's crazy. I mean no wonder hockey, I would say hockey is better than that because because you pay for your ticket and your tickets you, you see not to, to play any fee whatsoever once you've got your ticket at all.
1: No but in Vancouver it's a little bit different because uh, you gotta pay to be on the waiting list for season tickets and, if, and say you're still on that waiting list after seven years and every year you gotta pay another $200 if you uh, decide that you uh, it's been too long and you don't want your season tickets, you and you drop, they don't give you back that money. So the Canucks make money for you not even getting in the building. That's because that's why they're one of the most profitable teams in the
3: league. Because they gotta because they gotta win, unless they have to pay for just to get just to get season tickets.
1: And they have got lots of seasons they could sold this year. But it, it, like the atmosphere the atmosphere has never, ever, ever been good in Rogers Arena ever.
3: Yeah, but that that's true, but and, it, and it's sad because the the Canucks are talking about the farm team, the comets, and how on how and how the fans are much better in Utica in Utica than in Vancouver. I mean, yeah, they are. They
1: they don't have the suits there that that just sit there in the front row and text on their phone the whole game.
3: True, they don't. And that's what makes. And that's And that's what makes them. what makes some fans so good. But but I'm still seeing it. Sad when you're, when your farm team has better fans than your. Daniels.
1: I've been to I've been to uh, I was at a regular season game last year and just sitting there uh, while the play was going on you could hear a pin drop in there mm. like in Montreal and in Chicago and even in Winnipeg um they they stand most of the game and just scream true but that doesn't that doesn't happen in Vancouver
3: Okay, um, doesn't. But then again, then where those fans that, then where those, then, then what about those? What I'm trying to say is, what about those suits that just come to the game and text on the text on their phone, like, like you said. Well, where those people in those buildings? Because I'm pretty sure those people, those those people like that in every building.
1: Yeah, I know, but they have actually got. Um, but the, the, the suits that buy tickets, a lot of people in, in Vancouver,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of the suits and the big businesses in Vancouver, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, they buy the tickets just as a tax write off, not because they intend to go to all the games, just because at the end of the year they can write it off for taxes. So you go and you spend, you spend say ten or fifteen thousand dollars on season tickets. At the end of the year you can use that as a tax write-off
2: hmm.
1: because you can just claim it as being or oh, I'm giving it I'm giving them away to, uh, to clients hmm. and that's what they do
3: and what about in other suits like you said Montreal and Chicago because I'm pretty sure they still have suits in their bones. I don't know as much
1: Oh, I'm sure they do like Winnipeg has always been one of the loudest Craziest stadiums, even back even when when they moved, they didn't move because they weren't making money. They were sold out almost every single game. It was loud every single game they uh they lost because of the arena
3: Isn't Is't that the same issue that Arizona's facing right now?
1: Yeah, but Arizona's not going to go anywhere. The, Gary Bettman's going to make sure that they can they continue to stay there.
3: Oh. I see. So even though Arizona's facing the same problems, they're still not going to go anywhere because those
1: problems haven't gone away since uh, they first filed bankruptcy. And
3: and I'd and say it's no wonder because no one attends those games anymore. How do you? Okay. They... And I was saying because no one attends those games anymore. They don't make enough money sell for pe- selling tickets for people, and there's not enough people attending the games because no one cares about the Coyotes.
1: Well, they did when they were playing in uh, in uh, Scottsdale, but then they moved to Glendale, which is in rush hour to get to the game is about an hour and a half drive. And they just won't make it there in time if it's a game during the week.
3: No, so it's a poor, it was a poor decision on their part. They would have been fine if they stayed in Scottsdale.
1: Yeah. Is Trevor on yet?
3: No, he's not. Oh, I've been
1: talking to him. I don't know what he's doing. Try boarding him.
3: Well I can't I can't really phone him from 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 where I am right now. Wait a minute. I think I can. I'll try phone him right now. What's that? I'm trying I'm I'm trying to phone I'm phoning him right now, but to see if he picks up, but he may not.
1: Well, he was the one that wanted to do the podcast tonight.
3: Yeah, he was, but I just can't get a hold of him.
1: Well, I've been talking to him like even while I've been on the podcast, I've been talking to him.
3: And you were saying about the and he was talking about the NBA finals. On were are way more exciting than the Stanley Cup. Oh,
1: way more exciting.
3: Well, what what does the NBA Finals have that the Stanley Cup Finals doesn't have? Um, Viewers. Besides that, I mean...
1: The NBA Finals are just more exciting. Especially when you have the best player in the world uh, playing in it for the fifth straight year.
3: And And I think his name is LeBron? Yes. What team does he play for again? Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah when you have the best player like that, he can just dominate.
2: Well, he did.
3: But, do not we? But then again, that makes it not much of a team sport when the players can just dominate because then again, you can just give him the ball and he can Played just... Big in hockey. Huh? It's
1: the same thing in hockey. There's there, there's one player in your team that just dominates every time he
3: goes out there. Mm. True, but not to the extent like
1: of you, you never you never you never watched uh, Gretzky in his heydays. No, like he he, he uh, uh, when he scored uh, uh fifty goals in uh. In 39 games 38 games whatever he uh, he was uh, 9 goals short with 2 games to go he scored 9 goals in 2 games
2: mm.
1: to get to the 50 goals he scored 5 goals that game mm. like he just couldn't be stopped
3: mm. true but then again you didn't have goalies that were <laughs> that were as good. I mean, I mean, did he score any against Dominic Hasek?
1: Oh, I'm sure he did.
3: <laughs> but still, I think that's because the defense and goal wasn't as good as it was, as it was now.
1: No, I don't think that at all. That, that That's completely the opposite. The, there was just the defense um, was more aggressive they didn't play defense they played defense and they tried to score Paul Coffey got a hundred points a couple times in his career
3: because he was playing both
1: Uh, Bobby Orr won the uh, scoring title title twice as a defenseman
3: you just don't see that anymore from defensemen these days
1: I mean, no, I, I don't like the way hockey's gone. Uh, I wish it would go back to 80s hockey, where there's just lots of goals, 7-5, 8-6, those kind of, kind, of, kind of games. Those were exciting.
3: True, but then again, that means you don't see goalie numbers having... True, but if that happens, then those goalie numbers will drop down to the 800s. I mean, you don't see goalies with... An... Of a nine C percent, a nine twenty percent anymore. I would see was an in eight, eight, eight fifty.
1: Yeah, who cares? I don't watch. I don't watch hockey for good goaltending. I watch hockey for lots of goals. That's what I like. Is lots of goals. Hmm. I I hate I hate those like when there's super defensive games and there's no goal scored. It's boring. It's not fun to watch.
3: No. It isn't, but then again, isn't it nice to have a goalie that can, can that can steal your games when you when when you when you can't score? I mean, I mean, if you go back to that and and your team can't can't score enough, isn't it a, a nice to have a goalie that can you know back backstop you to a win?
1: And that happened all the time. Hasek did it. Wah did it. Deer did it. They would let in five or six one game, and then let in one or two the next. Like there was goalies back then that had uh, really high save percentages.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But even 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 if uh, even if I watched the game and it was um, ten to one, which the Oilers did a lot, that was that was fun to watch.
3: Universe all one team scoring a the whole lot of goals.
1: Yeah, that's
3: fine with me. Fine then. I suppose that you enjoyed seeing Boston well Vancouver in game in game three of the twenty eleven Stanley Cup finals when they beat them eight to one. You got to see lots of goals then. You must have enjoyed that game.
1: Well, it was against my team, so I didn't enjoy it against my team.
3: Wow. Oh. I see, because even though it had lots of goals, you got what you wanted in that game.
1: And that's the way hockey should be. That's why there's talk about making the nets bigger and making the goalie pads smaller. Because if you go and look back, back in the 80s, and even back further than that, the goalie pads were tiny.
3: Then I got now,
1: now the goalie pads are up to their waist.
3: Fine, and if they're talking about the nets bigger, then I know a perfect size for them. They can be. Make them as big as a soccer net, and go. Well, f- that that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you want to
1: do
2: that?
3: Well, soccer nets are that are that big, so, and plus they play on a big field as well. So, so I don't see how that wouldn't hurt.
1: Well, yeah. A goalie would never stop a puck, ever.
3: And I don't, you I don't think... But you see... But you see goalies in soccer making save with nuts that big. Is it because they've... Yeah,
1: but the, the size of a ball is like six... Ten times the size of a puck. True. But and the, they're not kicking it 100 miles an hour either.
3: Yeah. But still, that would create a lot more goals, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, Loango well, did say that if they make the equipment smaller, he's going to retire mm-hmm. because it's, if they make the equipment smaller, then that means that all the goalies will all of a sudden have to adjust because your angles change when your when your pads are smaller. Mm-hmm. You gotta um, you've got to learn on the different angles again. Like it'll be a learning curve for a while.
3: Yeah. It would be a learning curve but then again, they did it the goal did adjust once they made once they made the equipment bigger, didn't they? So wouldn't they be able to adjust again?
1: Well, it's a lot easier to adjust when your equipment's bigger than when it is when it's smaller. Much 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 easier.
3: Be- because you have because you covers because you cover more of the net and that's why. But still I think you're right, they need to make the equipment smaller because I think see more goals would be nice. I mean, I'm, another reference I'm talking about is that route the Anaheim Ducks made against the Canucks. I think it was eight to one or nine to one against the Canucks, and that was a high-scoring game, which which was
2: mm-hmm. humiliating to see. But
3: it was the type of game that that certain, that all teams should be should, should be playing. I mean, heck, even the highest-scoring team in the NHL, you don't see them scoring eight... You don't see them scoring six, seven goals... Six to seven to eight goals games two games in a row. You don't.
1: No, and that that's what's gone wrong with hockey. Hockey was much better. And I still watch 80s games and things like that. Yeah,
3: I need to get back to... To, like you said 80s hockey because that's something I miss not being born earlier and all and I wouldn't mind seeing that because I think that would wouldn't be would be really exciting to see but then again I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon
2: well I don't
1: know it, it sure sounds like uh, it's going that way again
3: yeah because Eighth hockey high scoring games back and forth hockey. No that's now that's hockey that I want to see.
2: Well, like
1: those those defensive games where 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 the shots are fifteen to fourteen, like who wants to watch that? No one does. That's just boring boring hockey.
3: No. But then again, is it still exciting when one team has owner or I mean, I'm taking... I'm taking using this game as, as an example. Even though it was a low-scoring game, it was... It was the type of game i It was the perfect game for what I'm describing. Do you remember that game where Ben Scrivens made 59 saves for the set-out win?
1: Well, probably.
3: Is that... I'm using that game as an example Well. Chicago, well, San Jose had had 59 shots on goal Well, Edmonton only had like around 14 to 20 shots on goal. Would that still have game interest you while well, opposing team like, I don't know, had 40 shots on goal and just dominating the game by not scoring? Would that still interest you even though they're not scoring? Oh,
1: little. A little bit, but I don't know. Like, the Oilers didn't deserve to win that
3: game. No, they didn't at all. But that, but that goal, but he absolutely stolen that game for them. But still, that's the type of game we're talking about. Well, even though, even though there's lots of chances that at either end, like each team, like has oh no, has so has forty plus shots in the game and they're just trading chances, but can't score. They create lots of exciting chances, like like a two and one, like a two and one at one end, and another end, and a breakaway at another end, but they don't score on either. Is that still kind of exciting hockey for you?
1: Sometimes. It depends on the game. Hmm. There was also talk like Benny was uh, was addressing the, the fans yesterday. And there's been talk about, uh, about the Canucks getting into the top three of the draft. Arizona apparently is willing to part with their top three pick, but they want Bo Horvat returned.
3: Yeah. But Benning said he's not willing to make that, willing to make that trade. No,
1: and not right now he's not. But wait until the draft comes, and GMs panic. You never know what'll happen.
3: What do you mean by GMs panic? Like they panic over, over what? I mean, I mean as, they... as
1: all of It gets down to it. There's a player there that you really want. You'll basically do anything and trade anybody to get that player. Like thing, things are said before the draft that drastically change once you're on the draft floor mm.
3: true but once the draft comes the releasing Bane would throw trade away Bo Ho that for that third overall pick well yeah, tra- the
1: third overall pick uh, will be a difference maker and a a cornerstone for your franchise true
3: it it will be it's but but you, but you 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 saw how well Bo Horvath played this season. Do you think training him away now would be a for the sort of all pick would be a mistake or not?
1: Well, you wouldn't know for a few years to see how, how the pick went. If Bo Horvat went to Arizona, mm-hmm. I don't think he'd have very good time down there.
3: No, because not lot, because there isn't a lot of good players over there.
1: Well and they're a defensive team. They're not a scoring team. No.
3: Because they focus on a Because you're right. Cause hey, Cody
1: Hodgson, apparently Buffalo is uh, is thinking about uh,
3: buying him out. Yeah, I was, I was going to talk to you about that. If they do buy him out, would you would you want the Canucks to re-sign him over here?
1: Cody Hodgson will never sign back here. <laughs> he won't do it.
3: Reason being, is it, because, is it because he didn't get along with the organization? But Elaine Vigneault is... And my gillis are both gone, so why wouldn't he? Well, because he was signed under that previous regime of of the gillis Elaine vino era, and, those, and both of them are gone. So.
1: You don't remember when he first uh, when he first uh, got drafted here? His dad on the radio was saying that like Cody Hodgson doesn't want to be in Vancouver; he wants to be closer to home. And there was this big thing with his parents on in the newspaper and things like that. He's from the Toronto area. True, he is. He didn't want to. He didn't want to come here. His parents didn't want him to come here. He was thrilled when he got traded to ba- Buffalo, not because Buffalo was a good team, but because he was
3: close to home. Mm. But then again, Toronto is not what has is. But you said Toronto is one of the worst places to play in because because of the media. Do you think Cody Hodgson would want to live, play? Well, and and
1: Cody Hodgson's used to the media playing here, so I don't think that's going to make any difference.
3: True, but then again, Toronto is not in a situation where the you know win-win now situation. the it, The team is a mess, so. I was thinking we'd want to go over play over there right now anyway, with that team being a mess in in terms of in terms of being part of a part of a rebuild. I know
1: the best coach in, in the world is there now. Uh Brendan Shanahan is running the team. Uh if you if you like trade say say Dion Phaneuf for something like that for Cody Hodson, I'm sure Buffalo would jump on that trade.
3: Sorry sure I'm sure they would but then again sometimes a a player wants to go back to the city well he has played his played his best of his career to maybe revive it you know I'm trying to say get back on track and all because because so far his best hockey has been played over here and not in Buffalo
1: yeah, that that sometimes that doesn't matter for players. Like, Luongo went back to Florida. He knows he's never going to win a cup there. True. He went there for his family and because he's making more money in Florida than he was in Vancouver.
3: True. But still, I wouldn't mind betting cracking the whip at Cody Hodgson and maybe.
1: Yeah, he, ask him Cody Hodgson's just going to say no.
3: Yeah,
1: but then a the player that wants to play here.
3: Yeah, and plus I think part of the reason why was because he was a third line center when he wanted to be a first line second line center. And and with the connect center depth that they have now, he could easily beat a connect second line center and both and Benino could could drop down to the third line.
1: Benito's not a third line center. A third line center you need a, a guy like Orion Kessler. You need a guy that can play both ends of the ice, um, be a fourth defensively. You need a guy who can actually skate.
0: Benio can't skate. Hey guys, I am, oh. I am so rattled over this NBA Finals. Like I thought the Cavs were going to win six, but uh, Sean, you're right. The Warriors won it all, and I'm, I'm still surprised. Even though I had a feeling
1: they to it, And LeBron James still had a good, a good game. He almost had another triple double. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's too bad. There's a, definitely a curse against the city of Cleveland. Because if they had Kyrie and Love Healthy, they would have won in six or less.
1: Well, you know who's going to be on that team next year. Dwayne Wade. You know.
0: Yep, there's a big chance. You know, we saw Dwayne at halftime for most of the halftime shows. And this guy could very well leave Miami. He knows that he's not going to win another championship in Miami. I know he has first lost...
1: He asked Miami to uh to to release him.
0: Yeah, and Miami would probably consider it. It's just Dwayne Wade's legacy. If he leaves Miami, you know what I mean? It'd be the same thing as LeBron when he left Cleveland in the first place. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what topics have you guys covered so far?
1: No, we are just talking about like, the Stanley Cup final, and he was bringing up Cody Hodson, and Cody Hodson will not sign here, that's just, that's, that's
2: not even oh,
1: no. a non-starter. He didn't yeah, want to play here before, his parents were adamant on him not playing here. There's no, like, he's from that area, he's from the greater Toronto area.
0: Yeah, I saw him in Toronto, it's just, does he want to play it's in Toronto? It's the exact same market. If... If not even worse than well, it's it's way worse than Vancouver.
1: Well, it's where it's worse media-wise, yes. yeah.
0: Yep. But so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's even NHL caliber anymore. I think he could turn very well into a Corey Conacher, where he's just done an NHL role because he this guy can't skate. No, he's not a very good skater. No, yep.
3: he's not. But still, that's. But he still put up a whole lot of points in his in, in his first seasons here. I mean, yep.
1: that was with a good team. See, that's the thing that that's what separates players is you can put a bad player or a good player on a bad team, and that good player can make that team better. Where you can put um, a a a bad player. Or an okay player, or a player that, that played well on one team that was a good team, you go put him on a bad team, and then you find out their true colors. Yep.
0: Yeah. Have you guys touched on the Blackhawks yet? Like their whole situation going forward?
1: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, because, they're, they're in trouble.
0: No, they're in a ton of trouble. You know. Like
1: Brandon Saw, they need to sign. He's a first line player now.
0: And Stan Bowman says, oh, we're going to match Saw no matter what. No, you're not. If Florida comes in out of nowhere because Dale Talon is willing to spend money and he comes in with this offer sheet of around 6 to seven million, a year, which is totally blasphemous for a player like Sod, the Blackhawks aren't going to match that.
1: Well, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they will. They'll just have to start getting rid of players. Like, yeah, Brent I, Seabrook is up. He, he's a UFA uh, at the end of next year.
0: Yeah, and if you did you watch that interview with Scott Oak after they won the Cup? It was almost like it was a goodbye to the city of Chicago the way – Scott Oak was asking
1: questions. It was, it was very awkward. A good uh, goodbye to who?
0: To Seabrook.
1: Oh. Um,
0: so I, mean, I, I, I think didn't I, even watch that. I, I turned
1: it off after the second period and I watched wrestling. <laughs> oh,
0: man. We can touch on that in a second. But uh, I think Sharp's gone. I think a team like Washington could use him. I think Oduya is gone. Bickle is gone. And here's the thing with Osval. Stanford. Stan Bowman made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Um, tossing a second and a third round pick for Kimo Timonen. Are you kidding me? And how many br- games he played in the final two? Play just, a two? He's worse than Sergei Gonchar at this point. Yeah. Um, and as well, I mean, it's fine you're going to trade a first round pick for Antoine Bourgett. But they could have... Not gave that big contract. Well, not a big contract, but just a simple contract that they call. They could have kept Michael Furley, and a couple years back, they drafted Kevin Hayes, and they couldn't even sign him. If they had one of Kevin Hayes or Michael League, they wouldn't have had to give up
1: that first-round pick for Matt. Yeah, I know. They, they don't have any picks. They're, 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 the well, they're,
0: they're screwed.
1: They got no picks and no cap
0: Corey Crawford okay. is average at best.
1: They got to get rid of Sharp, and
2: they
3: can't take any money back for him. Yep. Yeah. yeah, true. And, but and that means they're gonna to have to make room. That means a lot of Wookiees are gonna be playing on that team for the. But then again, a lot of Wookiees should be happy because they're gonna be finally playing to play on a good team with Chicago, Tees and Kane and all. If
1: I was, if I was any other team, I would deliberately go and sign a, and sign Sod to an offer sheet to like 5 or 6 million just to force Chicago to sign them and then put them in even bigger cap trouble Gillis used to do that
0: Yep. and one more thing before we hit WWE, is Hossa a Hall of Famer? I think he is
2: well, yeah,
1: he's,
0: he's gone he's to, he's to 5 Stanley Cup Finals, he's won 3 he's over that 1,000 point plateau and he's one of the best Slovakian players of all time yeah. WWE time. Ty McDonald has just joined the call. Ty, what's going on, buddy? Travis, nice to see you. Nice to be in the uh, in the podcast once again the second week in a row. Yeah. Sean, if you didn't know, it's Tyler McDonald from Ottawa. Big sports fan.
1: He knows a lot about WWE. Ty. Well, I said one. Yeah. I want to hold yep. I want every yeah. one. I, I, I have the WWE Network.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, like, what happened
1: on Raw last night? That was crazy. As soon as, as soon as as soon as uh, I was watching Stephanie and uh, Triple H in the back room <laughs> talking about uh, talking about they're gonna no, find their next to some sort of out there. I was sitting there listening, and I was I was thinking at the roster, and I was like, who could they put in the ring that 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 he can't that 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 Seth Rollins won't find a way to beat? I and know. then as they're coming out, and, and then there's Seth Rollins starts saying, there's nobody on the roster that I can't beat, as soon as he said that, I said, watch, Brock Lesnar's music is going to hit, because I watched the Stone podcast with Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman said um, that you're going to see Brock Lesnar sooner than you think, because I watched that podcast.
0: Wow! I didn't even know that. You know what? WWE, amazing, unreal. Yeah, I'm all in
1: for the WWE. Did, did you? Did you? uh I was watching the podcast, and at the end of the podcast, Stone Cold said, "If there was a window or stairs here, I'd throw you out of it." But, wow. but uh wow. Yeah, wow.
2: uh wow, wow!
1: He asked <laughs> asked Stone Cold right to his face because the next WrestleMania uh, to Give me right? hell, yeah! <laughs> He said, "Because the next WrestleMania is in Texas, would you be willing to fight Brock Lesnar in your hometown?" Holy and, fuck! And you beat him. And Stone Cold's like, "I can whip that guy all over the ring." Listen,
0: Lesnar. Um, oh my God!
1: And then he go and and then um, oh Heyman goes, "Well, are you willing to sign a contract to fight Brock Lesnar?" And he goes, "Well, I gotta think about it. I can't make that decision right now. I haven't wrestled." But he said he said I don't want it to be any any wrestling match. I want it to be a bloodbath. I want it to be a Texas death match. Oh
0: shit! Two to the back This is like ancient Rome almost
1: right here. Like I I I would love to see Lesnar Stone Cold. That would be amazing. That
0: would be My, that uh, would. no 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 quick quick shout out, Ty. Sorry sorry. Yeah, no no all you Machine bro. Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. What a performance, Ty. Well love you. Ty, you know what? He yeah, he, uh, he took that like a man you know and unless uh, we saw the reaction on Twitter but he wants more <laughs> from Kevin Owens
1: he wants more Kevin
0: Owens what could we see a Machine <laughs> Kelly Kevin Owens pay match? I think so oh shit oh, I think so you know what maybe that Kevin Owens John Cena match it, it the bank,
1: that Kevin Owens John Cena yeah.
0: that,
1: that stole the show that was the you best
0: you know what stole the show. show? Miz vs Big Show, the former Tag yeah. Team's champs. Show Miz! Show Miz! Miz is back. Well, it's um awesome. Oh,
2: yeah. You know oh, what? When
1: I saw, when I saw that Owen, Smith. that Owen Cena match, they left nothing on the table. They put everything in that ring. That was nope. a freaking hell of a match. Not like, scripted
0: at all. Not scripted at all. Nope, not at all. <laughs>
1: What, you didn't like that match?
0: Uh, You know what, I I think the best part of of Raw last week was just to see Johnny Manziel. You know what I said? I said, said, you know, Manziel will be the one that brings the championship back to Cleveland. He's going to do it. And you know what? That's the cruiser over there. LeBron sucks. Johnny Manziel. Watch out. Cleveland Browns 2018 Super Bowl champions. And you know what? Seth Rollins has really grown on you. You know, this guy's a truther. And I think he's my favorite wrestler. There's no right now.
1: possible, like, if, if you know, it gets like to... down the way it should, there's no possible way in Hell's Green Earth Seth Rollins could beat Brock Lesnar.
0: Yes, Did there you is. See what's going to happen? I'm calling it right now. What's going to happen? It's going to be Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is
1: going to interfere, that's what I think is going to happen.
0: He's going to get Brock Lesnar disqualified and uh, Rollins is out of the
1: Oh yeah, I totally agree. Did he yeah. see Seth Rollins? Um uh when Brock Lesnar came out, like it looked like he was gonna shit his pants. And Stephanie
0: hey, hey, and Triple H I, H- I know H- I shit my pants.
1: Just... Trevor uh, Stephanie and, and Steph Stephanie and Triple H are standing outside the ring and he comes out of the ring and Triple H goes, Well go get him Man that, that, that's, that's, that's as real as him, yes. you want me to do what? Like Yeah. You know, that guy would scare the hell out of me if I saw him in a dark alley. I'm telling you.
0: Uh, Sean, are you into the UFC? That's the big old teddy bear, you know. Sean, I'm not a big UFC fan. Oh, I can't, missing out, man. Honor. I can't, I can't, man. man t- Sean, me and me and Ty the other week, UFC fight night. Yeah, that's right. Free on TSN, just unreal. Those matches end in about ten seconds. Come on. Uh, couple weeks away, man, Ty, uh, Aldo McGregor. its
2: been you
0: know, good, I'll be great. watching. I'll be pretty I'll, I'll, be, I'll watching. be watching. I'll, yeah. Oh, I'll be be yeah. Irish out to me, you know, uh, bring the flags down to probably my local boss of pizza. Um, it's just off <laughs> the street here in Bar oh, Haven, You're right. among friends. You're among friends, Ty. Yes. Right. You know, uh, me and McGregor, our families go back uh, a long time. So.
1: I was living in Ontario. I think I used to go to uh, a Whoa. Game, uh, pizza or I can't remember what it was.
0: Sorry? You know, in uh,
3: you know, you know, in
0: Seattle, there's no such thing as Boston pizza. It's just called Boston's. Yeah. Wow. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucked. That's that. You know, that's a real disappointment in marketing because you know you're you're marketing to you know a certain area, not yeah, scale. You know. Oh yeah, Sean. Uh, last episode, me and Ty just bringing up the possibility of the NHL coming to Las Vegas. You know guys like, you know, a, a supplemental draft of Jared Stoll, Danny Heatley, Jared Stoll, oh, Jared Stoll,
1: <laughs> all the guys that, that have sucked on their own teams, they're just going to put them all on one team. Yep,
0: They're putting draft. all the full cool stars on, on the same team. Hashtag I haven't heard
1: anything from the Kings about what they're going to do with Stoll yet.
0: I'm hearing that Ray Emery and Ray Emery's going to go in. Wade Redding coming out of retirement as well. The uh, little sense poke boys right there, Brian McGrath out in there.
1: (laughs) 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 But I haven't heard what the Kings are going to do with Cole yet. They said that they were going to deal with it internally, and I haven't heard anything since.
0: What about what about the defenseman too? The the guy who got arrested for domestic violence. Slava. Yeah. Oh, Slava. Slava. slap (laughs) Slap shot. (laughs)
1: Lava point on. He's still suspended.
0: But oh, he's Jared Stoll. Thing,
1: Jared no, Stoll. It was, that,
0: it was not suspended. Hope Solo, US women's team. Unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in a second, but quick shout out to Carlos Kemp Vegas Verde. Great
1: lad. Wasn't Hope Solo in jail? Didn't they release her from jail so she could play in this tournament?
0: Yeah, and she, uh, geez, I mean, she awesome. scares the shit out of me. Uh, Without hope, don't, solo. Just, it's US disrespectful, it is disrespectful. Oh, oh, totally. I'm, yeah. And Sean, have you watched any of this uh, FIFA Women's World Cup?
1: Uh, not as much. Like I've been working nights and things like that. I've listened to it on the radio. Though. Like
0: I've watched every single minute of Canada's team and how you know what days played. Tie, 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 tie. Christine Sinclair is the best player, not only right now but of all time. Lauren Sussman is a close second. Yeah, Sussman. Is yeah, a
1: Wambach, close second. Wambach is back is like a one A.
0: They're
1: almost identical uh, in I'm both.
0: Pretty sure Sinclair is easily. <laughs> not only in women, but in men as well. I'm, I'm going out there.
1: Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put uh, Christine Sinclair against uh, Lionel Messi or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, would,
0: would. I would. I would.
3: I would too. Easy heart.
0: I see heart, termination, great. You know, I see I see a good Canadian girl, you know, a hard worker. A hard worker oh, yeah. who puts the team on her back and you know oh, yeah. just just drives. A train track player, right? Throw north, north south, south. North,
1: south. south. When heard, great north When south. I heard that they beat China one nothing, I said, Well I don't even need to see the replay if it was one nothing, that means Christine Sinclair scored the only goal. And sure enough she scored the only goal.
0: You know, what, Ty, you got into a hit and run the other day, like I did, that, that's, that's tragic. Tell me about that. I did, you know, I was just going to get some some money from the bank there to pay off some tuition for Lake Hull, as they call it here on the Quebec side in Ottawa. Um, and, uh, you know, I came out, I was in there for about five minutes, came out, on cash money, like Donnie Manzella, just carrying cash. And uh, my whole passenger side was completely caved in uh, from the uh, whole <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my god. You
1: see, your You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <future.
0: laughs> it was, uh, I'll tell you what, it's a tragic time. And you know what? The events are there. Uh, I gotta bring my car in on Thursday, so that'll <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, at least it should be covered. You might have to pay it or something. Yeah, I'm
0: expecting, uh, you know, I'm really expecting it. It was probably an American that came up from gate uh, trying to watch the World Cup.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's the World Cup. where the World Cup games in Ottawa
0: that day. It, actually, you know what? There's World Cup games every day. Um, but in Ottawa, not th- No, not that day. But uh, it, you know, there's still people you know roaming about. And uh, Barhaven is a huge, huge uh, place for people to come visit in Ottawa. It's one of the biggest uh, suburbs of Ottawa for tourism. Yeah, um, no, I've I've been there this past summer. Yeah, great yeah, time. Great I've, time. Uh, try mm-hmm. visited, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was a good time. Saw you on that via rail train, Trev. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I used to actually live in Cambridge.
0: Cambridge? No, I don't like Whoa, the- whoa, whoa. Actually, no, sorry. Cambridge is a bad way, so we beat them in football, so it's okay.
1: Oh, okay. okay. I, 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 I was there when I was, like, older. I, uh, I was, like, 20. Well, 19. I wasn't in school or anything. I just moved out there with... Uh, a girlfriend and stayed there for two years.
0: Oh, you're asking for trouble right there. Oh.
1: Well, I ended up working with her parents for a long time. Oh
0: man, what holy? Oh, Are you still with her? No. Oh, <laughs> that's right
1: there. <laughs> that's no, I've been, mar- I've been <laughs> married for, for seven years. Been with her for nine.
0: Yep. Uh, guys. Favorite movie
1: ever, Sean. Go ahead. All time movie. movie ever. Holy Christ! There's so many good ones.
0: Pretty easy for me and Ty. Yep, it was very simple. Wedding. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yep. Yeah. Three, Three, two, two, two one. one. Wedding. Wedding Crashers. Unbelievable. Oh, Wed- Wedding
1: Crashers is a good one. I watch that all the time on Netflix. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's
0: rule number one, Sean? What's rule number one? Huh?
1: What's rule number one? Well, I can't remember, well, I do I, I a few of them, there was, there was one where you never let, you never you never walk away from a friend when he's wearing a, an ugly suit, I can't remember what rule that was, but that was one of their rules, I was like, alright. <laughs> like,
0: Rule number one, and we've we've, um, we've done <laughs> never of- leave a wedding crasher behind. No, never, leave a never, behind. Yeah, never. Right. And Trev and I have done this a couple the times. Part of that movie. Oh yeah, no, no, oh tie, tie, tie. Stage <laughs> five, stage five. Yeah, stage five. Yeah, that was a rough one last week, eh, Trev? Stage five clinger, awful, brutal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that 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 uh, one scene in wedding crashes, the, probably the best scene of all time, was when they were at the when they were at the dinner table <laughs> and she's fucking, fucking whacking them off <laughs> and they're walking upstairs and Buddy goes man, like this girl and he goes you were not just fucking whacking, getting whacked off underneath the table man my balls hurt <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing <laughs> That was a great scene. The <laughs> like, fucking graph it looked like she was trying to rip him <laughs> off. I just, I still I still laugh at that. But I, I like like there's other funny movies that I watch. Like I watch like, concept, concept, abstract, yeah. Ted, Ted's a funny I'm movie.
2: Oh.
1: The funny <laughs> I'm sure you guys have watched Ted.
0: No, it's a terrible movie. Really what? It, it, you know what? Honestly, it got a little disturbing when uh, the guy kidnapped Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when they were in <laughs> Fenway. Like when I Ted like, died. <coughs> I like the
1: part <coughs> where Chickie comes into her house with all the hookers there. And she looks at at Ten and goes, there is a shit on my floor. And he goes, oh, that's what she was doing over there. I thought she was just resting or talking on her phone. Nope, you was taking a shit. Hey, Trevor, you
0: know what was on the TV today? Wait, what? A goon. Oh, God, okay. Uh, hockey I party thought that a was a pretty dumb you know, movie, really. Okay, Hockey Wrap-Up Party a couple years back, we watched Goon, and that mm-hmm. might have been the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, what I thought
1: crap. it was a pretty dumb movie.
0: Sorry, Ty. But, uh, you know except, the, except, except that final fight at the end. Okay, that was go, a good fight. No and then when he stopped the
1: puck with his face <laughs> five times. God, that had to hurt. That's your
0: Canadian kid right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Putting his heart on the line, good Halifax Highlander player right there. No, my um, my actual my floor hockey team was named the Halifax Highlanders, and we almost got into a brawl during intramural high school at lunch. (laughs) Wow, wow, things get serious here in Barrie, you know, especially when you play. Oh, I've
1: heard. uh, I I knew people that. used to live in P.E.I., and apparently P.E.I. is, like, huge for hockey, because, well, there's nothing oh, else to do. Well,
0: they're small for, uh, size-wise, I'll tell you.
1: But but apparently, like, at the games, there used to be, uh, I knew a guy that lived there, and apparently at the games, there used to be fights in the stands. Oh, that's uh, just a
0: typical lacrosse game. Um, <laughs> get
1: like Apparently the teams were just crazy happening. at each other, and...
0: They pooped on my wall once at the arena, yo. <laughs> 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 I know,
1: you Pooped on wall.
0: That's actually, that's dead serious. They, uh, they smashed, like, like, car window ooh, after, uh, eating them ooh, ooh, in the finals. Sean, yeah. uh, opinion on Jim Rohn. Oh, no,
1: Trev. You drive me nuts
0: sometimes. Okay. Uh, honestly, I don't know if it's his voice, or I don't know what it is. Okay, honestly, I've stopped listening to the Bro Jake show. I think Jim Rohn is great. No, well, he's,
1: go, he's straight got straight very fire. good insight. He's got very good insight. I think no, it's it his voice that bothers me.
0: He, well, he's just a terrible person. He, you know. he predicted the boys, cup final. He predicted the freaking cup final. He He talks about the NHL more than any other American sports station does. Or sports well, show does.
1: Some, uh, well, there's one sports station that's on every Saturday night, and I can't remember who it is. He's been fired like three times from ESPN. But... Uh, <laughs> He uh, he's on there, and he said that if any caller calls up and talks about hockey, he said you're gonna ruin my show. And if somebody calls up and talks about hockey, he hangs up on them.
0: Hey, uh, how, about, how about at night? Huh? At yeah. night, you know, I like uh, at night.
1: I like tuning into some old Ben Maller on uh, Fox Sports. That's radio. who it is, Ben Maller. Ben Maller hates hockey.
0: Hates uh, no, I, I love him. No, he's great. Well, what, he doesn't you like want hockey. He's great. Talk. What? Yeah. He's also great, you Newtrel. July 1st, coming back here at Sportsnet. Tim and Sid. Oh, oh, Sean, Tim and Sid. Great. Yeah, Tim, Tim and Sid. Sid freaking un, unbelievable. Cut or uncut? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Don
1: was on, on Sportsnet. I haven't watched Sportsnet since
0: Don Taylor left, basically. Oh, brutal. I'm watching an he- absolute mucking right now, boys. Brazil's up four nothing against Senegal in the U twenty World Cup semi finals. Is this is this live? It's live, yeah, in New Zealand. I'm all, I'm I'm always too, gonna, right? I almost want to turn on too. wedding crashers now. Oh <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that wedding crashers going right now.
3: Gonna, or even
1: turn on Step Brothers. I know Step Brothers wasn't a oh good God. movie.
0: Oh, but God. it was funny as hell. That was a great movie. It, great funny movie, as hell uh, Farrell, John C. Reilly great movie yeah. that was a great, I've seen awesome. it like I've seen it oh all, all I wanted was salmon, salmon.
2: <laughs> nobody gave me some goddamn salmon <laughs> you of the
0: middle of the wedding it's all the right? fucking <laughs> <and Ryan> mixer. <laughs> mix
1: ma- ma- making their making their beds in the bunk beds
0: and then <laughs> so much <laughs> the bunk a little a, little a little minor scrape <laughs> yeah
1: and then and then Will Farrell putting his balls all over the drum set because he wasn't allowed to touch <laughs> it. Fuck that was pretty, just wiping his balls all over the drum set. <laughs> yeah.
0: Teabag drum set. Teabag drum set. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Senegal's a man down as well. He got a red card in the first half, so yeah, this is an absolute uh, you know, mucking right here. But, oh, yeah. uh, Christ Church in New Zealand. Christ Church, maybe it's called. I don't yeah, know, you know, know. I, I used to play soccer, Ty. Did you? I used to play footy uh, at recess yeah. in grade five, and I tore my ACL.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, played, I played soccer with some
0: That's also impressive, Trev? What?
2: Tinder. <laughs> oh, I,
3: I don't want to talk about that. Oh, yeah, we'll keep that out. We'll save that for next week. Next Is week, Alex stand, still stand. here? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I've not
1: heard anything
2: for a while.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so you're just having so much fun talking to each other. I just didn't want to ruin it.
1: Hardy, hard, hard! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not draft time yet, We you really don't have a whole lot of, uh, of what ifs all day long, but what ifs will calculate into what's gonna happen. Oh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sweating my base with a lot. <laughs> What the hell is going on right now? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: There's a mouse living in my base, oh. gotta find them. Okay, uh, Sean, are you an, a Jays fan or MLB at all, or...? Um, I do, uh, keep track of the Jays, and, uh, I saw them get the, uh, 11 games in a row. Yep. The Fire only break. crap about winning 11 games in a row is that every time they've done it, they've missed the playoffs.
0: Brutal. Uh, I love the Jays probably more than any other team, including the Canucks. Heartbreaking loss last night, but I think this offense is loaded Um, the pitching, pitching, the pitching pitching, just needs to be okay and the Jays will be fine Yep, I agree to The the,
1: the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays have the best offense in the league
0: Hey, we only have
1: They've had four 10-run games in any other team Yep I'll try to share right now
0: uh, Two games left There's lead still in it Yep
1: they lost last night and they lost tonight, but they only lost by one run.
0: Uh loss is a loss, Sean. Lost is a loss. I know. Uh Ty. Um, yeah. Champs baseball update. Let's go. Oh, um there's a brawl today. Wow. Emily, whoa, whoa, a whoa, whoa, wow. at the champions wow. game. Punches whoa, were, bam, were pleasure. Commissioner was sitting first row too, so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I just followed Mike Nellis at at Nellis96 for some updates. 90, 96 96Nellis. 96. Oh, 96Nellis. 96 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got the, your champs updates for you. I believe, um, I believe they got the win. I'm going to have to check here. Give me a second to confirm that. Beautiful ballpark Yeah. Uh, Wild Lake. Beautiful, beautiful, RC- beautiful RCGT park. park. And
1: you know what? It was a big win. Even after that bench-clearing brawl, it
0: was a big win. Even after the bench-clearing brawl. Great stuff, Ty. hockey? Oh, yeah. Bench-clearing. That was fun a
1: lot. Mike Gillis, when he was uh, GM here, he was talking about his very first game ever. And it was in the Boston Garden. And, uh... His second shift was a bench-clearing brawl. He was in two of them that night. It was over 350 minutes of penalties, and that was hockey back then.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, so if you want to check out that uh, the recap of the Ottawa Champions game here in the can League, uh, you can check out Mike Nellis on Twitter at 96nellis. just... At 96nellis, N-E-L-L-I-S. N-E-L-L-I-S. Yep, yeah, correct. Um, he just posted out his, uh, his recap that he wrote here on com. So make sure you check that out. Hashtag aut hashtag aut city. Straight fire.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and Son and I were, before you throw it up, Trevor, Son and I were talking about how hockey needs to go back to the 80s, high scoring six, seven, eight games because. Hockey right now is just boring because it's just right now three two. Five.
0: Hockey's boring. You know it's boring. The NBA. Oh, oh no 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 no! Ty, don't even say that. Ball is life. I love the NBA and the NBA Finals have always been better than the Stanley Cup Finals. Are you? Well, the MVP?
1: NBA Finals certainly a was jo- this year.
0: A joke. Honestly, <laughs> so, in my opinion, Sean, the NBA Finals had a down year and were still better than the Cup Finals. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And Adam Silver is the best commissioner in all the four major sports leagues. Oh, he's definitely better than Bettman, but uh, you know. I love Bettman. He's actually number two, guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, I remember Bettman. Bettman 2000, Bet- 2000, Bet- Bet- <laughs> may not be
1: our commissioner next year. Whoa! 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 whoa. Really? Yeah, he got uh, he got summoned. Um, the the the. Summoned actually. The court actually um, stated that he has no choice but to testify against his own owner for the concussion thing, and they were going to depose them and get rid of him. Then the judge came back and says, "You cannot, <laughs> you cannot <get laughs> Gary Bettman. You cannot get rid of Gary Bettman until after he testifies. Wow. So he's forced to testify and tell the truth." against his own owners, that is going to, like, yeah, that's not going to be good.
0: You know, I remember being at the 2008 draft here in Ottawa, watching... Wow, uh, that, that must have been a surreal experience. Right. Well, Stephen Stamkos uh, watching watched him get drafted, took a picture with him as well, he smells very good, um, to say the least. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I remember Gary Bettman walking on that stage, and the amount of booze that rained down on him just made my day. Even me, as a, you know, as a kid, I was 12 at the time. And actually, yeah, no, 12 would have been. And uh, I booed my my lungs out uh, to Gary. Well, yeah, and and Omar actually tweeted last night. Omar, Ty, Omar Canuck, follow Omar
1: actually tweeted last night that Omar. maybe uh, um, Gary Bettman will make sure the Hawks win every year because it seems like that's the only city that doesn't boo him when he comes I'm out to the sure. awards. Sean, Sean, Sean,
0: Sean, what's going on with you and uh, Omar Canuck and uh, Lee Powell? What's What's going on there?
1: Not, not, Omar. Omar still, still is uh, all about. Miller was a horrible signing. Uh, Willie Desjardins was the reason why we lost in the playoffs. And, and like Willie Desjardins is the best coach that we've, uh, best rookie coach that we've ever had. The guy got forty-eight wins. He's going on about well, putting Hanson with the Twins was a big mistake. That wasn't Willie Desjardins' call. He asked the twins. So you don't go and ask your veteran leadership core who you want on your line, and then say no. yep definitely. Like, you're a rookie head coach. You have a uh, there's a chance you could lose the room. Yeah. You don't go again. He thinks uh, uh, Miller should be gone, but after listening to Benning last night, he said he wants to keep Miller, and he wants Miller to mentor his younger goalie. Well, when he said younger goalie, lacking a younger goalie, or he said young goalie, sorry, and lacking a young goalie, like it's 27 right now, he's going to be 28.
0: Whoa, oh, sorry. Just an update on the Brazil Senegal game. Uh, Senegal guy being taken off on a stretcher. Um, whoa, 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 In five minutes, not even few minutes, two minutes.
1: Wow. Dude, that's the other thing that I was watching the other day on uh, on Sports Center. They were showing all like the freaking hockey players back in the day and and how they were playing through injuries. There was this one that they showed, and I can't remember the guy's name. He got injured in the hockey. Got taken off on a stretcher, went to the hospital, came back in time for the third period and scored the game-winning goal. Oh, this is he didn't know where he was.
0: Strong Maple Leafs, right there. He won the cup for them. I forget the name right now, but uh, yeah, yeah. I,
1: they showed it on Sports Center the other day. I was like, like that's a, that guy's a trooper. Taken off on a stretcher, goes to the hospital, comes back, puts his gear back on, comes out and scores a winning goal.
0: Wow. Senegal mm. pressing here and nope, never mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and speak-
0: it's the first minute right now, boys. update. Still four in Brazil.
3: And, and speaking of the NBA, how many um,
0: speaking about FIFA? no, the NBA came in.
3: Well, I think you- Alex. I was gonna yeah. s was to say how many of you would like to how how would you like to see an a, an NBA team back in Vancouver? Like like I would in- love
0: it. I would love it, but it would never happen because our fans are fickle as fuck.
1: Not with Adam, we can, we can we
0: can barely support the Canucks.
1: Not with Adam Silver there. Sterling was still uh, was still the uh, commissioner. He said his biggest
0: mistake. As you mean, you mean as Stern.
1: Stern. Or Stern, sorry. He said his biggest mistake as commissioner was um, the Vancouver ordeal, and Vancouver was never given a chance from where yeah, it goes.
2: Yeah,
1: the number one on Yeah. Their stipulation when they came into the league was that they were not allowed to have the number one overall pick for the first three years of existence. That was the that was the the deal that Vancouver made with the NBA to get their team here. They could have had Tim Duncan.
0: Oh, Dunks. Had- oh Timmy! Timmy! Timmy Dunks. But guys, honestly, uh, my heart goes out to the city of Cleveland tonight. Um, yeah, you I know. What? No. Because Johnny Football is going to redeem it. Well, Gosh, yeah. actually, I think Josh McClown
1: will but... Johnny Football needs needs some defense and some people to pass the ball to, too.
0: No, no Johnny Manzone needs therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's an alcoholic. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt me. I could see that. Oh, another stretcher being uh, Brazilian this time, being taken you know, off a stretcher. The,
1: the, the, the Seahawks are still the favorite to win it all. Again
0: think the Colts the here.
1: Yeah, Sean, are you? Uh, uh, right a... now, you, right now, if you look at Bulldogs, the Seahawks are the favorites. they the favorites over the Patriots.
0: Sean, are you a Seahawks fan? Because me and Ty are diehard Colts fans. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. uh, I'm i I'm, I'm a diehard Seahawks fan.
0: <laughs> so uh, run run me through this. When uh, Malcolm Butler made that game clinching interception in the Super Bowl, uh, what were your thoughts? Did you throw a chair? Did you throw a punch to the wall?
1: I I yelled at the uh, at the TV saying, "Why would you call that play with Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line?" That was what the a, Any
0: expletives did, in there?
1: Or they they they'd already run rush. He had already rushed for 130 yards that game.
0: I think now it was Pete Carroll. Yep, and Pete Carroll has a pretty crappy relationship with Marshawn Lynch, and I think Carroll's but, ego got but, in the way of him, and he wanted Russell Wilson to be the golden boy and the savior, which he, he isn't.
1: Oh. Well, either that, either that, or if you're gonna call oh. something like that, um, and, and you don't want to give it to Lynch, uh, give it to Wilson on a bootleg because Wilson is the best, is, is probably the best all-around QB in the league for doing everything. Look,
0: Wilson is, I, I think, I think Jay
1: Cutler is. Oh yeah, Jake Cutler. <laughs> if you look at, if you look at at all, all the things that he can do, Wilson. Uh, uh, threw for almost four thousand yards, and he rushed for almost a thousand.
0: Ty, I, yeah. I uh, think so Andrew Luck is better. I think Andrew Luck is way better. I don't know what uh, Andrew Luck has is a way better but leader. He can't,
1: he can't run the ball like uh, Russell Wilson can. And because now Russell listen,
0: listen that conference championship against the Green Bay Packers is an absolute fluke. The Packers choked more than the Seahawks won that game. The I, don't about,
1: have, I don't know about a choke because uh, what, right after Russell Wilson threw that interception and Green Bay got the ball back, he went to the sidelines and he told his coach. Uh, he showed him defense.
0: defense. And when the Packers made one of the interceptions, the guy dove right away and said if he could have returned that all the way for a, for a pick six. Yeah, well, the Packers thought
1: the The game was over. On a risk of fumble, and you know that the Seahawks with that defense, they're not going to try to tackle you. They're going to try to go after the ball. So yeah, I understand
0: That thing. I'm fired up for the Super Bowl or sorry, the next NFL but season. Tough. What is your guys' prediction? Now early this- early Super Bowl prediction Ty Colts Super Bowl. Shot.
1: I think it's going to be the Colts and the Seahawks this year in the Super Bowl.
0: I think it's going to be the Colts and the, the 49ers. You know, the 49ers, you know, lost a lot of talent, but they still got the greatest quarterback in the modern era, Colin Kaepernick, God's child himself. That guy's
1: fucking horrible. He can't fucking throw a ball straight.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that, Sean. I think God's child is God's savior. God's will for Colin
1: Kaepernick Wilson to win now it all. Has, like, if you look at the, the Seahawks, they've got the best defense in the league. Nobody can argue that.
0: Well, now, I, can argue now, that. I, think, I think the Colts have the greatest defense. No. Yeah, uh,
1: well, they haven't in the last three years, anyways.
0: No, I strongly disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that as well. Well, you, you I like to, it's just fucking nothing. But I think, now, I think we're watching something else than you are. Are, now, are you watching now, the CFO now, or something?
1: Now, now that now that Russell Wilson has has players to pass to, how is any team going to defend the Seahawks' offense?
0: Because okay, okay first okay, off, you, first off, Jimmy Graham is really overrated. And what else do they have?
1: Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson. Okay, so you 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 clog up the blocks. So so you clog up Marshawn Lynch, but he's still run. It takes three guys to tackle Marshawn Lynch. He's the best. I think it takes one. No, it doesn't. The you know that in Marshawn Lynch, I read a story about him. He's the only running back ever in NFL history. That can't be tackled by one arm, like by a guy. No, I think
0: it. Trent Richardson is the only running back yeah. that can't be tackled. You know, that was a great selection, great trade for that first overall pick, Frick round pick. No, gonna, you, know, you know, you know, you know that pick that the Colts trade ended up being Johnny Douchebag himself. Ty. That's right. But you how know, are, you guys, gonna
1: contain, are you going to contain that, CF, uh, that, that Seattle Seahawks offense now? How, how are you going to
0: contain the Colts offense? The Colts offense is going to be the greatest. Uh... Are you, are you kidding me? Ty Hilton, Andre Johnson, Duron Carter—the guy for coming back from the CFL. I think
1: Andre Johnson's pretty much done, though.
0: He's still a solid number two receiver.
1: Ty Hilton is great. Don't get wrong; he's a great receiver. He had a coming out party last year.
0: And then you got, got tight—you got tight ends Kobe Fleener and Dwayne Big Diesel Allen. You have to remember, though, guys—you have Frank Gore in the backfield now too. Oh, Frank Gore, hard and soul tie. Yeah.
1: You know, I That's why attack. I think I think the 49ers are screwed. They got rid of their running back, and they were a
0: running team. <laughs> they still um, got the best runner in the game, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, got shawed himself. Like, ah, it's a yellow. Well, not
1: last year, he wasn't.
0: Listen, guys, I think Colin Kaepernick is – sorry I can't believe I'm saying this. I think he's the greatest quarterback right now, ahead of Andrew Luck.
1: I don't, I don't think so. He had a terrible year last How year.
0: How can you even dispute that? I think Colin Kaepernick has all the – All the talents and skills. He's just got to put it together, and he has the full potential to do so.
1: But he's got nobody to deal with now, because the freaking team got rid of everybody.
0: He's got Anquan Bolden. He's got Torrey Smith. He's got Vernon Davis. That is a scissor from behind. That should be a straight run.
1: Did did, uh, Crabtree sign with somebody else, or is he still in limbo?
0: Actually, I think Crabtree is still... I'll search it up. I totally forgot about him. Yeah, I forgot about Crabtree. I, 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 he's I, I like, for NCAA football, 2010 though. <laughs> Crabtree, like, good
1: game. I think I think he's, uh, he he resigned. He signed with some other team.
0: He's on the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of players go to the Raiders for the money. Possibly, uh, is no, a question. Yep. Is the Oakland Raiders? Possibly the worst NFL franchise when you take away the fans, because obviously the fans in Oakland are probably the best in the league. Uh, but worst franchise ever? Uh, yes. Jacksonville. No, I say a Jacksonville.
1: I, was, yeah. <laughs> I say Jacksonville's the worst.
0: I think Jacksonville is a joke. I think Blake Bortles is supremely overrated. Is oh yeah, Florida is a great state to host the Super Bowl in. And that's where it belongs. I don't like having it in these domes and stuff. It should be always be in Florida in, in my opinion. I, no, I think, in I Indy. Indy 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 Indy.
1: I think that the Super Bowl should be uh, should go to every city no matter what it is. Yeah. and they did it they did it in New York. And they'll the weather well, they, they caught
0: they caught such a big break because the day after the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, it was snowing, so they caught a huge break.
1: Yeah. Well, they, it with that snowstorm was actually supposed to come the day before the Super Bowl, and they were thinking about pushing the Super Bowl to Monday so that people could get there.
0: How about but Peyton Manning though? It, it, Peyton Manning it, it, returning for another season. This guy is so washed up. Uh, I became a Colts fan because of Tony Dungy, not Peyton. And to be quite frank, I'm not a Peyton Manning fan at all. And I think he's going to be awful he's
1: gonna this He still hasn't signed anywhere yet.
0: Well, I think he plans on signing with Denver.
1: No, no just... uh, there was talk about him possibly going back to the Patriots. It's
0: the Patriots, Peyton
1: Manning. What? No, I'm talking about Wes Welker. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> where did that come
0: from?
1: Well, no, because you were talking about like the Denver, him coming back to the Denver Broncos, and I was just like, well, about where
0: Man- oh. You know, Wes Walker, the guy popped some molly a year ago, and this guy, he's been so great. He was the reception leader a couple seasons ago, but the, the amount of hits to the head that he's taken, this guy... Well, you see the top. size
1: of his helmet? It's like
0: two heads. Oh, brutal. And, yeah. Oh. He's, he's got the record for the longest touchdown run ever. Oh, 99 yards, I saw that Did game Monday Night Football. Monday Night yeah. Football against Florida... The t- at that time, Florida's quarterback was Chad Henney.
1: Hey. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I was like, how can you not tackle somebody on an NFL field and let this little guy run for 99 yards? Chad Henney.
0: Good stuff. That's a real quarterback right there. Straight fire. Hey, what, what do you guys think of uh, of Michael Sam leaving Montreal Let's camp? There's some CFL talking here. The CFL yeah. talk I, I think I have I don't really know what's going on with Michael Sam and I have Does, no clue what's going on is with the CFL. Talk, is it? Does this prove that um, that the CFL is better than what some Americans yeah. are thinking? Is? Yeah, and my dad made a good point. We saw the sports center clip. I mean, my dad's like, you know, Michael Sam might have went to training camp and realized these players are a lot better than he thought. Yeah. I know I saw uh, a,
1: a, lot of, a lot of players in the NFL come over here and think, oh, well, this, this is the CFL. I'll just come over here and dominate and Chad, and,
0: and, and, Chad, Owens. And, 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 Chad Owens. Chad Owens. Chad Owens.
1: Yeah, and what about uh, Ricky Waters? Nope. Who the hell is Ricky Waters? Who the
0: hell is Ricky Waters? Are you talking about uh, Argos Swayze Waters?
1: No, 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 I, the, the freaking running back that got suspended from Miami that came up to play for Toronto oh, for one year. Ricky day. Williams. Rick Williams. No. That. And he said that he was going <laughs> you know, to left 300 yards a game and, and and everything, and he was terrible. Oh,
0: yeah, brutal.
1: You know why the NFL players can't, can't do it here is because freaking the... The play clock, like, there's way more plays that you run during a game. The play clock is a 20-second play clock as opposed to a 40-second play clock.
0: And that's why Tim Tebow, God bless his heart, will never fit in the CFL. This is a throwing league. Yeah. And we'll move on to the red blocks in a second, but, Sean, BC Lions, you know, is crazy. They were a big disappointment last season. Kevin Glenn just didn't work out in the system. Benavidez fired. Here comes Jeff Tedford and Paul McCallum gets uh, released. Jed, Ted, so
1: Jed Tedford is one of, and, and, and any NCAA or NFL coach will say the same thing. Jed Tedford is an offensive genius. But he's the one that,
0: that... He was the coach for Aaron Rodgers at Cal.
1: Yeah, he built Aaron Rodgers' career. Um, he had Aaron Rodgers' uh, uh, brother on the roster. I don't know what yeah, he Jordan
0: Jordan left, I think Jordan... Realize that the CFL salary wouldn't be enough for him, and I think he's pursuing some kind of broadcasting opportunity in college football or something. Oh, like a Je- like a Jesse Palmer kind of gig. Hey, but Florida, Jeff, that's, a, Jeff, that's an Jeff Jeff there. A genius. Well they got, they Jesse, Palms. Jesse Palms. Jesse Palms. <laughs> Monday Morning Quarterback. Jesse and and they got one of the
1: on. best defensive coordinators in the league on their team now, so I, I think uh, I think it really could. Help them. They're picked to finish last, but that's only because they don't know what's going to happen with Travis Lulay.
0: Yeah, and speaking of last, the red, team. the red blacks could finish last too. Uh, Todd, Probably will realistically. What's going on? What's going on with this team? You know, you got smiling Hank Henry Burris, who's what 40 now. This guy yeah. is washed up, man. This guy yeah. isn't the same. MLP uh, from 2008. I walked all well.
1: those games. And Henry Burris last year had nobody to throw to.
0: Well, he needs like, yeah. Paris. Dude, Sean. Was, Perry, Perry, who, Sean. Paris Jackson made that team. Paris frickin' Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, it was a But like,
1: besides Paris Jackson, I was I was watching the receivers. I was like, who the hell are all those guys?
0: Who's that running back? Something Walker or something? Chevy Walker? He's actually really good. <laughs> Chevy Walker, respect, dude. Yeah, you know, I was I was a, a Lions season ticket holder in 2012, and I was really invested in the league. You know, not so much more. But uh, I still got a lot of respect for the Red CFL. This is, this is our league, Ty. Trev, I'm a red-black season. Take it home, man. Oh North God, side yeah, actually. Southside sucks. side sucks. South side sucks. sucks.
1: Where when, when, when do they cost? 45 bucks a game?
0: <laughs> I actually don't know. My dad made work. But yeah, uh, me and my dad have a tradition. Every time the Lions host a playoff game, we go, uh, you know, going to CFL games is fun, but half the time I go because it's free. I free you, you do
1: realize, though, that, that like, um, if you put the Super Bowl and the Grey Cup together, the Grey, the Grey Cup for fans is a much, much better place to go than the Super Bowl. Only for the simple fact that A, the Super Bowl is more political. It costs yeah. you a freaking fortune to get into anywhere where the CFL is basically free. You can go downtown and you can enjoy the festivities. You don't have to pay to walk, to, to get onto the
2: block.
0: <clears throat> CFL also, you know, the Great Cup older than the Super Bowl, which is a, a good fact yeah, yeah. I like to point out okay. to my American friend. Yeah, you know, all the American listeners that are listening right now, uh, check out the if CFL. It's probably you, on ESPN take, 4.
1: If you take into account in the NFL, and not
0: one of the that that merged,
1: uh, oh, then the NFL okay. is half half the age of uh, of the CFL.
0: Guys, opinion on the AFL Arena Football League? Oh. You know, you got these guys slinging oh. no. all the time. Like, like what, the, what? the hell is going on at the Arena Football League? That league is it's a joke. Like helping Brazil boys. Oh, I've
1: God. been watching. I've been watching. Uh, um, have you seen uh, that that new one with uh, with Kiss running the team? Have you seen that TV, that reality? No, show?
0: Oh,
1: it, it's called uh, Fast and Loud, I believe.
0: Oh, I've it, heard of it. Is a movie?
1: It's pretty good, and Gene Simmons is there, and... <clears throat> but like, yeah, I, I don't understand that either. Like, the arena football league, you throw the ball, and if you throw it too hard, the guy runs right into the board.
0: And the, <laughs> and the fans can interfere, it's, it's fucked. Yeah. It's a Canadian sport. That's being played in America.
1: Yeah, basically, it's it's only throwing league. You only you have to score a touchdown in three or four plays or something like that, or you have to kick the ball away.
0: It's like also guys, guys, uh, Yep, And big news, guys. There's a really good chance the Vancouver Giants could be moving to Surrey. Who really? The, the Vancouver Giants might be on the move, Sean to Surrey. What about the Surrey Eagles? What happened? Well, Surrey Eagles would stay they, they wouldn't be playing in the Surrey Eagles arena. That's for sure. The the city of Surrey would probably be making a new arena in between. Well, they would
1: have to because the Surrey Eagles arena, I think, holds fifteen hundred people.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, I ca- oh yeah, I counted them a couple years ago. Great barn, but a little small there.
1: But <laughs> it's kind of small. But uh, in yeah. downtown Wally. you don't want to be like. Yeah, you,
0: don't want- you don't want you don't want to be where the Coliseum is on Renfrew. That's sketched as fuck. Uh,
1: I, I'd still rather park my car there than Wally.
0: You know I'm going to disagree with you on that one.
1: I loved the, the, the and I was talking to Alex about that before you joined in. I actually liked the Pacific Coliseum, not for the view because the sight line sucked in that arena, but that place was loud all the time. Rogers well,
0: when the, when arena, the are playing I, sure, but
1: <clears throat> Roger's arena has never been loud. even in the playoffs they're not loud.
0: Yeah, you know, there's a Van City Buzz. There's a Van City Buzz article out there. The Vancouver Canucks Rogers Arena gets ranked 26th in terms of atmosphere. 26th. Where is Ottawa? Ottawa is. I think Ottawa is even lower. Yeah. Last, I think it, last is Anaheim, the Honda Center. Ottawa's really bad. The only time the loudest I've heard Ottawa ever was when I went to Game Three of the uh, the oh. Stanley Cup Finals there. You and went to game they, Three. Yeah. Was, that, was <laughs> that the game where Alfie took a shot? No, that was game four. Oh. But, uh, no, but I saw uh, Deaton McGamley get knocked out, which is pretty funny. Like stronger um, oh, and stronger. Yeah, but um, or the other loudest time would have been uh, when the Sens clinched the playoffs. Or are not clinched. Sorry, we're really close to making the playoffs at a home game, and they came back to win it. It's like nuts. Wow.
1: I always thought, I always thought um, Ottawa was pretty, pretty loud. It should seem, well, it, it seemed loud when they're playing the Montreal on Canadian. All this,
0: as there's half the fans, half the Ottawa. fans. <laughs> <thing>. oh, <laughs> uh, Ty, you might be a little hurt by this statement here, but are you ready for this? Yeah. I don't think Ottawa even classifies as a city. Oh. I'm not seeing any. I'm not even. I'm not seeing any high rises. I'm not seeing the like capital of Canada. <laughs> I don't think it even classifies as a city. I think it's more of a township. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's relatable can, to Kamloops. It's a, it's a government town trip. government town. But you know what? It's huge. It takes me an hour to go from one side of Ottawa to the other. No traffic. Maybe one minute, but have it your way, Ty. One hour trip. One hour. You know, Ottawa goes all the way to Kempville, Ontario. Kent Vegas. Yeah. i <clears throat> home of to Kempville's 73 is the I, was, I, I, Ottawa, but
1: I went to Toronto. I went to Hamilton. That was what, a freaking dump? Well, at least yeah, part of
0: Hamilton's park. the biggest dump in Canada, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have you, have you been to Baltimore? No. Man, no. like, I went to Baltimore to see an Orioles game just to check out Camden Yards. That place is a fucking mess. Like, it's... It's brutal, brutal, and I've been to Oakland, I've been to Detroit. By the way, Detroit, great place. I feel safer in Detroit than Ottawa.
1: I've heard Detroit is a really disgusting city, too. Listen,
0: listen man, I'm in Detroit. You walk by a homeless, people, homeless person, they don't even ask them for money. They're just like, yeah, man. I once had a homeless guy in Ottawa with a cell phone on his smartphone asking me for money. He had an Apple iPhone. And he was texting, and he was asking me for money. I have so much respect for this city yeah, of Detroit.
1: Don't throw your phone. I would have said.
0: But uh, yeah, what, what do you guys, What do you guys think the uh, the best American city is right now? Best Indianapolis. I think it's either New York or Chicago. I went to Chicago this past summer. Unbelievable city. Well, it's just a small. Just in general, the whole culture, sports, yeah, just the whole probably, vibe.
1: Probably, probably New York.
0: It's got to be New York or Chicago for me. Chicago just a small version of New York. You know, it's a great town. Charlotte, North Carolina. Ty, I'll take it one step further. How about Kansas City and the Kansas City Scouts? The, the future yeah. hockey team. Yeah, yeah there's going to be hockey team there. I believe it, Trev. The NHL is the, the coming to Kansas City. Book it. I think, the I Kansas that, City Scouts.
1: I think they'll go to Seattle and Vegas before they go to Kansas City. And I even think Quebec will get a team before they go to Kansas City. That Vegas. Oh, well, Vegas is already... like they were, They're already selling season tickets.
0: Oh yeah, no oh, fans will be in all, all in. It's gonna be a ton of bandwagoners, but it's gonna be like LA. It's gonna work. Yeah, on. they They're, won't
1: have you know, they like, won't have their own home fans because that that's a tourist place. There's yeah. people all over the world that go there, so people will just be cheering. Like who knows? Ve- who knows? Vegas probably won't have home fans. But.
0: <laughs> you, you know, you like how arenas have the bars and you know how you get your beers and all that. I wonder if Vegas yes. if they'll have like a cocaine it, bar. For Jared Stahl. Yeah. Danny Healy. We'd read it. That's the problem. Oh, my. That's the problem with Vancouver.
3: Right three next to the stadium, three.
0: cramped in between two viaducts. There's no atmosphere around Rogers Arena. There's no bars. There's no good place to eat beforehand. It's a joke. It well, like they a... had
1: the Stars Club, but I heard they, were, they, they either closed oh, it or closed. closed it.
0: The best place out there I can think of is Moxie's. Hey. Great place to eat. Boxy's Bar and Grill. You
1: what know, about that, place. that one uh, right across the street from BC Play Stadium? What is it called again? Oh, uh, oh,
0: oh Outback, Back 40. Uh, no, 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 uh, the ticket? No.
1: It's called, oh. it's, it has something to do with, like, sports.
0: Well, there's, but, a, new Boston, there's a Boston we're... pizza there now. Hey, Boston pizza.
1: Apparently, Apparently, uh, a lot of the players go there after the games and stuff like that. The Players' Den or something like that, I think it's called?
0: Oh, Players' Club or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think was Apparently,
1: golf. that's got a good atmosphere in it, but...
0: You know where they, uh, the players here in Ottawa go? J.G. Padro is citing Crazy Horse Bar and Grill. At I the ate option. there once. I ate there once. Yeah, it's a club, basically, Trev. Maisel, it's clubbing. a country Club. Country well, club. I went clubbing with Mike Nellis there. <laughs> 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 Mike <laughs> Nellis. Yes. Wow, Mike's cat let him cut loose for one night. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're listening in. I oh, no, you will be later on, right? Um, good for you. Good for you. I'm happy to hear that. Good stuff. I'm about done this Timmy's from here. I still have half a Boston Creek donut. What time is it in Ottawa right now, buddy? It's 1:44 a.m. Yeah. You're, you're still hanging in there. I am. I'm watching this this terrible soccer game. It's fine. You're, you're huh? still you're still slugging it out like Dave Pratt would said. Sean knows what I mean. I'm I'm I'm
1: still I'm still gotta be awake until like four or five this morning.
0: In the That's
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. like 7 o'clock auto time, 8 o'clock auto time there. Yeah. Well, I got, I got to work, uh, I actually got to be at work at 5.30 in the morning. Then I don't get home until 5 o'clock in the morning. So. Oh, It
0: sounds terrible. I slept,
1: I, slept uh, I fell asleep at like 5 this morning, woke up at 10.30, did some yard work, came back in, had a nap until 5 o'clock, and now uh, I'm good to go for the rest of the night. But I've quit. i quit drinking for a little while because I'm oh,
0: straight edge, CM Punk, uh, straight edge, CM, CM Punk. Punk, straight edge. Society. Trying
1: to, I'm trying to buy uh buy my car that I've wanted since I was like 15.
2: What
1: kind? of is that? I mean, I'm gonna buy a Camaro. a
2: Camaro. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh,
1: vroom, 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 vroom! Oh, oh, oh! no, I've seen, I've seen some nice ones on, online for five, five six
0: grand. It's offside.
1: Those things are fun cars. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, is it offside? Did, Sen- did Senegal get one? Or- no, it was offside. Well, that's too bad. <coughs> Any other topics to cover here? I'm just thinking. Um, we can talk yeah. about Brazil-Senegal. Yeah, Brazil-Senegal. Let's go. Joss eleven yeah, six cool. right now. Uh, 88th minute. Senegal just almost uh, beat the shutout. But uh, nope, they were outside, and now a Brazil player is down uh, with cramps. You know it's exciting, guys. Uh, one of our nope. upcoming nope. podcasts will be a mock draft for looking forward to the initial draft. That's gonna be fun. Yep, Travis cool. connecting yeah. for one. Yeah, and Ty's gonna be here in the podcast once again. You no know, good local yep. guest, <laughs> all the way out from Ottawa. Ottawa 67th That that franchise is struggling, Ty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You no, know, they had a great thing going 10 years ago. I remember going as a kid every Friday night with my parents, you know, $5 to get in. Uh, watching some greats. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, you know, a great family event. And now they're charging way too much. And, you know, we used to sell out the 10,000-seat Civic Center in, in Ottawa. Now we're, we're lucky to get a few thousand. <laughs> it's pretty much a junior, A. Right? Even the junior A, the junior A teams in Ottawa, the CCHL here, the same yeah, BCHL uh, for you people in BC who don't know what the CCHL is. So you know, the how Ty? I'll go one step further once again. The ELJHL—that's that's no longer existed, Trev. But the <laughs> Catholic and the Vikings have landed. Oh, two. The Vikings have landed. The CCHL two, Trev. It's now junior A <laughs> tier two, which is technically tier three. Wait, so it's Junior B, pretty much, but it's called CCHL too. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the AHL almost. And uh, then they changed all the, the all the AAA teams in uh, in Ottawa are affiliated with the CCHL. Yeah. So it's Ty, like a, uh, brutal. Yeah. Ty, I know you're a football player. You're, you're yep. not retired. You went to Argos camp a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I did go to because, Argos camp. Have I you know, gone? Have I, you I got got any, yeah. Oh man! Any offers out there? Anything as a as yeah, your think, agent? I've heard a lot of things. Um, the uh, NFL Europe. Wow. Yeah, NFL Europe uh, is looking at me. Oh, I might be because, going. Because. Yeah, I know CFL practice roster. I think. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I've also heard. The, you know the you the black aces of these the CFL. Uh, you know all the teams want Black Aces now. It really helped improve the starters uh, in their game. I kind of think <laughs> as, as a player coach, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we should probably cut their shorts soon. I'm sure Ty is probably going to need to go to bed pretty soon. It's like I do the there.
0: But there's, I think there's another <laughs> game on after here. Well, let's check it <laughs> out. There may be a 3 I no, 8. No, no, no. I think Ty's locked in for at least one more hour here. There is a 3 o'clock game on tonight
2: <laughs>
0: Wow, Serbia-Mali 3.20 start But honestly, seriously uh, This podcast will be over for soon But we gotta have We gotta have Pinball Clemens on this episode soon This podcast Pinball, yeah, yeah I'm gonna right. make it happen Pinball, I'm gonna make it happen Pinball Clemens Sometime this summer we'll be joining the podcast Click it
1: all right. That guy's. That guy's a great interview.
3: Yep. Yeah. Well, like you said, I think, I think it's time. Like you said, this podcast has been going on for over two hours, and I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> two hours, holy. It has.
1: Almost three. Ah. Uh, f- <laughs> what the. F- that's awesome. That's awesome. I think we just yep. got a record, Alex, so for the longest <laughs> podcast
3: ever recorded. Yep.
0: <laughs> no, next, next time it'll be five hours. <laughs> yeah, what, let's you just know, pull, we'll eight, eight hours. Gosh. You know what, guys? What? 24 hour podcast. Let's do it. You know, this podcast is going to end any minute, but for, honestly, when the draft rolls around, we should be doing eight hour coverage of it. Yep, live coverage. Full o- draft. Oh. All seven rounds. After. All, all seven o- rounds. All seven rounds. That's, o- like,
1: the- that's like two to three days of freaking podcasting
0: we're gonna make it happen yep appreciate it Alex yeah. shout out to Brazil here 5 nothing win uh, they'll be off to the U20 the finals yep any other shout outs uh, shout out to Mike Nellis who'll be joining us again next week yep shout out to Alaska State Troopers they've really helped me
1: through this shout story. out to uh, the Border Border Patrol Shout out to Wedding Crashers.
0: That's right. Shout out to Vince Vaughn at Black Ox Games. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, and I do have one last thing to say. Since you were talking about your favorite movies, my favorite movie of all time has has to be Toy Story. Toy Story? I <laughs>
1: wasn't a big fan of that.
0: Really... No, honestly, Alex, I was a big Toy Story fan when I was younger.
3: Yeah, and. The reason is because it was one of the first Christmas presents I whenever I got when I was a kid. And that's why I trust tr- tr- that movie so much.
0: No, I'm a big Toy Story fan, actually.
3: I like Tim Allen,
0: but I don't know. I Only time I've cried during a movie, man. End of Toy Story 3.
1: Brutal. Hey, come on now. You didn't cry when Leonardo DiCaprio drowned in Titanic?
0: Nope, I laughed. Titanic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm I'm gonna- Titanic
0: was unreal though it was it's
1: one it. of the best movies of all time
0: you know shout out to the captain of Titanic going down with the ship yeah that's hard that's, that's determination good. that's grit yeah and he's just showing a lot of character there that, that's a lot of good stuff right there big Canadian kid. shout out to Michael Landsberg. <clears throat> shout out to his frosting cream donut that's still halfway done but I'm gonna have another bite <laughs> right here shout out to, to Ty's car still still grinding <laughs> yeah the half bit
1: He's only got half of it, though.
0: Yeah. Bring it into the shop Thursday. Shout out to Van City Buzz. Shout out to the Vancouver Canadians. Shout out to myself on Twitter. I Shout, out, like
1: shout the- out to Omar Twitter. for well, saying dumb things on Twitter. It <laughs> showed a-
0: Yep. Shout yeah. out to CM Punk, lifelong yeah. Blackhawks fan. Shout out to Carlos Verde for releasing his sins. You know. Ty, he's been through a dark time with his Blackhawks. Too much negativity here, and you know. Go Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I don't want
1: fuck Carlos for Go no, Canada and no, hopefully win the World
0: team, Cup. No, team here. No, Sean, no, that's not even a question. They're gonna win the World Cup. Cup. Yep.
1: Well, you know you know who the final is gonna be uh, the US and Canada. And the US have more depth than Canada. No, so they're the best player in the world. At least they did.
0: No, no. The United States have a really hot player in what do I you mean? Alex Morgan and then Oh, cool. Hope Solo looks creepy. She Hope Solo is still hot. Hope Solo is... a sitter. She sort of she she sort looks... Out. She sort of looks like Wayne yeah. Rogers' girlfriend, but Alex uh, it, Morgan it, it, is a rocket.
1: Didn't Hope Solo uh, get in trouble with the law dude, beating up her boyfriend?
0: Yeah, yeah she no, she's out. tons of issues. Do you see her suspended? No, I don't know. I think she did get suspended for a little bit, but I mean still.
1: Yeah, but wasn't it for beating up her boyfriend or her husband or something? Wasn't yeah, it domestic,
0: domestic violence? Thing?
1: Yeah, like, and, and looking at her, too, that's a chick that could do it, <laughs> <laughs> She looks mean yeah. out there, man. Yeah. Shout out to Christine Sinclair for well, being the best.
0: And shout, shout out to Lauren Sesselman for yeah, facing a oh, oh, little hitter. I, I have her back 100%. I think she's the second best player. Not only on Canada, but in this tournament. Yep, I you know I was supposed to say that, Trev. Lauren Echo Sussleman. my statements, man. Echo my statements. What a player! What a true trooper! You know, from Green Bay. Oh, but she, she got a yep. Canadian citizenship. And we're working on getting her on the podcast, guys. Lauren Susselman. Try. We're trying to make it happen. Me and Ty will have a sit down interview, five ten minutes, and we'll put her on the podcast. Should be good stuff.
1: Yeah, we've got to get we've got to get some more guests on the podcast and get our ratings uh, up. What. Alex, have you seen where we are uh, for followers right now?
3: Yeah, I think we have around. Last time I checked, we have around twenty followers on, on our podcast right now.
0: Oh, you know, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of room to improve there, you know. But I, uh, I'm probably gonna open a HF Board's account. Uh, my my former account got blocked, you know. I'm not sure why, but uh, I'll be making an account and I'll be posting the links there because I know you get a lot of ratings there.
3: Yeah. And I have a shout out too to Kevin Miyashka for it's his birthday today.
0: Can I
1: Cannot Can I have? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still don't think he's going anywhere, unless he decides
0: he wants to. Should be good stuff, guys.
3: Yeah. All right. All right. Well, well, thanks for joining us for this for this week's podcast. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at summercenter300. You can find. Trevor on Twitter at 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 at, 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 at TrevorNap16 and you can find Son on Twitter at SpenceCanucks. and you can find us on oh. iTunes and on our website at okay. www.connuxblogcast.worldpress.com How about time McDonald's Twitter? Thanks D McD1639 I'll
0: throw myself out there Give the people
2: <laughs> what they want
3: Alright
1: uh, Alright We'll do this again next week. Oh. Next week, boys.
3: Next week, boys. From Ottawa. From Ottawa. Peace out. From Ottawa. <laughs> See we're live on location. See you next week.